serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world. This is the Show Me Sports Network. The following is an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and is a high-fidelity, all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyright by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. For Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the Southern Boone County Eagles pregame show on the exclusive home for Eagles football. The Show Me Sports Network will recap last game's highlights, set the stage for kickoff, and even get the thoughts of the head coach during the pregame show. All while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of your Southern Boone County Eagles. The best pregame coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air. As Blake Gazaway and his crew are ready in the broadcast booth, exclusive pregame coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football is brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Centurion Cares, Eddie Gaydell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, River Oak Christian Academy, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, Southwest Dental, and State Tech College of Missouri. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles Radio Network. Now, here's the voice of the Show Me Sports Network and the Southern Boone County Eagles Radio Network, Blake Gazaway. And a very pleasant good evening, everyone. Blake Gazaway here with you from a cold and wet and windy Victor Field here at Eldon, Missouri, as we are getting set for district football as both teams enter having a regular season record of three and six, but really at this point, it does not matter what your record was because everybody starts off with a record of O and O. These two teams, number four seed for Eldon, number five for Southern Boone, they match up very well on paper. And really tonight's game, we saw these two teams lock horns, or maybe I should say lock hooves and wings. As they matched up in week five, that was a win for Southern Boone as they beat Eldon 58-50 to in a game that was uh, really a great game to call and a great game to watch. Most definitely was. It was a game that was back and forth, uh, very excited, 58-50, to and really it was a botched uh, kickoff return by Eldon that kind of sealed the, you know, the win in that case. So these two teams are crazily even evenly matched the records are the same you look at the compare the different teams they played that were comparable and the scores were almost identical they lost within two points to Blair Oaks and it's just you know crazy crazy comparable these two teams um however you know since we last met both teams had the same record one and three uh, last week uh Eldon did have a very exciting come from behind win they had t- at two different points they were behind uh, 15 and plus points, and, and still came out to win that game. And that was a game that it wasn't because they necessarily were playing poorly. Um, Versailles was playing really, really good last week. They were making acrobatic catches, good throws, good tackles. Um, so hats off to Eldon to come back to win that game. So interesting to see mentally 
how they come out and how the Eagles come out because it's been a couple weeks since we've had a win. So we'll see how that matches up on the field. Well, we already see some uh, tracks in the field as well as uh, there's been a lot of rain this area, this area, a lot of rain in the last couple of days. And uh, there's a chance of some rain here this evening as well. We have the window closed. I know our, our sound doesn't sound the best right now because we have the window closed. We'll open that as it's still just kind of trying to spit some rain. We'll open that as we get a little closer to game time. But I do see head coach for the Eagles, Trent Tracy, headed up here. So we're going to take a break and uh, be back and pick his brain a little bit, get his thoughts here on our pregame show as uh, we'll be back with that interview brought to you by Stillnet LLC, proud support of Eagles football. We'll pause and be back with head coach Trent Tracy in just a moment. Tonight's game is not only a competitive contest between these two schools, but it's also an educational experience for the students involved. Because high school activities are about learning life values, your friends at this local radio station and the Missouri State High School Activities Association remind everyone to do their part in keeping our hometown sports a positive experience for everyone. When you attend your next game, do your part to help rekindle the spirit of citizenship by showing good sportsmanship. You'll be teaching a positive lesson, and you'll be preserving a proud tradition in the state of Missouri. Welcome back to the Southern Boone County Eagles pregame show presented by Stillnet LLC, a proud supporter of Southern Boone County football here on the Show Me Sports Network. We're joined by Southern Boone County Eagles football head coach and Trent Tracy. Coach Tracy, thanks for joining us before tonight's game. Thank you for having me. Well, last week your Eagles squad wrapped up the regular season with their second game of a two-game road skid to close out the season. They traveled to California and took on the hosting Pintos. That was a non-district game but was a Tri-Counties Conference matchup. The game went to California by a final of 66-39. What were your thoughts on the game last week? You know, just quite simple. They were more physical than us. We did some good things at times, scored 39 points, had 423 yards of offense. But at the end of the day, we, we didn't win. We gave up 66 points. It didn't matter how good we could be on offense. We gave up 66 points. It's, those are going to be hard to overcome. And uh, I think if you boil down a lot of the things throughout the game, it was they were just more physical than us on the line of scrimmage in the secondary and where, wherever it was on the field. They were just more physical. They executed, and we turned the ball over four times. Can't turn the ball over four times and expect to win football games against really anybody, but not a not a good solid team like California. Well, last week's game was another example, too, of how you really can't judge the game by its final score. When you look at that score, you think the game was one indication, but really when you watched it, it was a lot closer of a game than what that final score indicated. Yeah, again, like I said, you know, we had some good things, and, you know, that first quarter felt similar to the Blair Oaks game. A lot of scoring in that first quarter and back and forth and took the lead and good things, And but we still have to be able to play four quarters of football. Had a lull there in the second quarter and went down, and before you knew it, we blinked and we were down three scores at halftime, and that was just hard to overcome against again anybody but quality football teams like California. You know, I, I really thought it was going to be a dogfight going in I thought it'd be a really close game you know if you look at on paper how common opponents went at the end of the day you, you got to go out and execute on Friday nights and can't get ourselves and dig ourselves in holes where we're down three scores you know falls on both offense and defense because we're not scoring and then the defense goes up a score do that two or three times and the scoreboard becomes a little more a lot more lopsided. Yeah, when you look at that game and you kind of hit on this, that second quarter was sort of a, a lackluster really for both teams for a little while on producing any sustained drives. Really, if you take that quarter out, it is a whole different ball game. But like you said, you got to play four. Yeah, and we've had several games where just stringing together four quarters and we've just got to be better at it. And as we look at Eldon this week, you know, you look back at that game and it's so many ups and downs and you're proud to overcome adversity, but then don't give yourself adversity and, and let them back in it. 
Well, we saw exactly how quickly that offense likes to run their plays. But something that you talked about in our pregame last week, but we definitely saw that. And, you know, I think your thought of 10 seconds for them to run a play, I think that was even down to like seven at one point. We knew that. We tried to simulate it as much as possible at practice. On Friday nights, it's real and it's live. And, you know, we, we got caught. One of the touchdowns where our corner was running off the field and the other corner wasn't on. It was the opposite side of the field. And, you know, we had nobody to cover their outside receiver. And they just threw a vertical pass to him and a touchdown. Those are situations that we've got to realize that those aren't times to sub. So it comes on the coaching staff and then also the players because they were kind of in a rotation. But certain situations, you've got to throw the, you know, know every four plays rotate out the window and say you know what i'm fine i can stay out here and play this play the return game looked stellar again as you have really we've really seen the last several weeks the return game come up big and including uh last friday with sophomore return man chase morris took a kickoff 90 yards to the house we're again continuing to see several weeks now that uh you guys have taken one back and you're finding ways to have good blocking to follow those blocks get those seams and just get upfield yeah, of our last five games, in four of them, we've had kickoff returns for touchdowns. So, you know, that's a huge positive, and that, that takes all 11 guys on, on the field to execute, and both Chase and Bradley Smith have two touchdowns apiece on kickoff returns now on the season, and they're dynamic back there. And really, quite honestly, I, I didn't think they would kick it deep because we returned one on Blair Oaks and on Osage and Eldon. So that's on film, but if you don't kick it deep, then you're going to kick it, give the offense a short field. So, you know, sometimes you, you try trust your guys and you want to gamble we hope that our kickoff return unit can make them pay so it's, it's great to see and it's huge for momentum especially uh, last week it was right after they scored they kick off and we take it 90 yards to the house and, and those are huge momentum pieces and you could even see the momentum because then we forced them to punt or actually no we had a, a interception and we scored and it's like you know a lot of good things right in the back to back but then you got to execute you got to continue you know you, you can't just think well we're good now we, we're up by a score you know you got to keep fighting i think the thing that i like about the return game too is that it's showing that some of the phases of the game are starting to click and you know it's just a matter of getting the consistency but the the pieces are there it's just getting that consistency yeah, we work on it. Every kickoff return, we work every, every Tuesday at practice and then every Thursday at practice. So we've been doing that all season. Majority of the guys that are out there are, have been out there the whole season. It's a unit. They're doing a much better job. We hope to continue that trend. Well, coming down to halftime, too, it really seemed like you guys were able to make some adjustments, shift into some things that, uh, some different things that you needed to do. But really, Catabola is back to that. Because that lull there in that second quarter was just too much of a hole to get out of. Yeah, I mean, the one thing I told them at halftime was don't quit, keep fighting, we can come back. We got a lot of time, you know, we were down three scores at halftime, and, you know, the fact, I mean, we, we brought it to a 13-point game. We scored, and they scored, and we scored, and they scored, like, we scored again, and it was like, okay, it's 13-point game, like, we get a stop here, and we score, and that puts a ton of pressure on them, but that just takes us executing, and we didn't do that, and we had four turnovers in the game, and, you know, it, it's just hard to overcome with all those things happening I think that game could have been a lot closer and I don't think that they're that much better than us last Friday night and uh but at the end of the day that they were so you gotta call a spade a spade and they were better than us well it really appeared to it was very similar to how Blair Oaks kind of treated the game as well that California didn't feel comfortable with any lead they had you know you saw that as the game progressed and they they continued to put up a few more points they really continued to look at you guys as a threat to score on any given play 
Yeah, I agree. Uh, similar to the Blair Oaks game and really didn't see them even with the 30-point lead, 33-point lead or whatever it was. You didn't see them sub down until the very, very end because our, our offense has shown that we can strike in different ways, whether it's rushing or passing, pretty quickly. And so, you know, I've been on the other end. And it's like you, you want to pull your guys, but, you know, you also want to make sure you secure the lead and feel good about winning the game. So completely understand, and, and that's their choice. I feel like just a few things here or there, and it's a totally different ball game. But again, that's all about executing. Well, and that stat, you know, it doesn't show up anywhere, that feeling. It doesn't show anywhere. But like I said, they were very, very slow to, to make those changes because I, I do think they looked at that and said, wow, they could pop two or three off here, and it's a whole new game. Yeah. What we kind of want to tell our kids, you know, when you're down like that is, is you got two choices. You, you, you lay down or you, or you keep fighting. And, and when you keep fighting, you find out a lot about yourselves. And nobody enjoys getting beat. Nobody enjoys going into halftime down three scores, but there's four quarters and, and we are going to, I want my players to play hard all four quarters. I want my coaches to coach their, their players up all four quarters. So the root of our principles don't change regardless of the score. Well, the loss dropped your season record to three and six overall, three and four in class three district five play. That's obviously not the record that you guys are shooting for, but I, I still say that it's been a positive regular season and there's some good things that have happened. Yeah. I mean, you know, all in all, you know, when you really look at what we were coming in, you know, the, the lack of returning starters, the injuries that we started the year off from other sports in the summer or football camp in the summer to injuries that, once we got everybody healthy, that the injuries that started to plague us and we're, we're playing a bunch of sophomores and some coaches will tell you, I don't believe it, but some coaches will say for every sophomore you start, that's a loss. And it's nothing against the sophomore. It's just that experience. I think we've had a lot of sophomores really step up and play great this year. And I've, you know, you've really seen them come on here in the later part of the season. I really can't say they're inexperienced anymore. That excuse or that's no longer the case. I mean, they've, they played nine football games, nine varsity football games. That's, that's a whole lot of experience. Week one, that was true. You know, we're going into week 10 now. You know, they've basically played a full season of varsity football. The expectations of, of them knowing their plays and executing are a lot higher now than they were week one and two. They've shown up and done a lot of good things. And we hope that we're playing our best football for this coming week. Well, and it definitely, you know, not the same team that we saw um, week one compared to last week. They They've just gained that understanding, that knowledge, and really it's because of that experience of being out there because no matter how hard you work, you can't replicate that game speed. But, you know, another thing, too, is not only you're talking about having some sophomores starting, but even some of the upperclassmen didn't have a ton of varsity time, and, and there's just there's no way to get that without being on varsity time. There's just no way to replicate yeah. that, no way to practice. Yeah, I mean, and, and absolutely, you know, and, and I, I speak a lot more about offense because I am the offensive coordinator. But, you know, when you look at our season stats, you know, we, we're over 3,000 yards of offense this season now. And Hayden Steelman, you know, he's a good example. He's a, a first-year varsity starting quarterback, and he's thrown for 1,376 yards. He's having a good year. I mean, he's 57% passing. You know, when you compare that, we're really about right on par with where we were last year. Last year in 10 games, COVID and all those cancellations, we had 3,300 yards of offense and we're 3,000 right now. We threw for 1,600 yards last year and we're at 1,350 this year. And we still got at least one more game to play. So when you really boil it down, you know, we, we are producing. I think one of the biggest issues is, is our conference is loaded this year. You know, I, I look at a team like Versailles and they've won one game and they're a good football team. 
a very good football team. I, I really believe that. If you took all the Class 3 teams that only had one win, Versailles would beat them all. I, I can guarantee that. And they're supposed to be the bottom of our conference right now. And you look at Osage and Eldon, teams that we've beaten, and those those were very close football games. Uh, there, there's no bottom feeders on our schedule. You know, our non-conference, Odessa's 8-1 and one and, and Mexico's 7-2. and two. We've run a gauntlet of teams that we've played this year. You know, they're, they're very quality teams, and I think we are too. And it's, it's just, you know, sometimes it's the little things on Friday nights that separate each team. We're trying to get better every day at practice and, and hope that on Friday nights we show up and we play our butts off. Well, and that doesn't make it very difficult. You know, those, those opponents, I mean, you, you look at the how the schedule started off there. You know, there were some very, very tough opponents. And when you look at that season overall, too, there are multiple teams that are making a run, possibly making a deep run through districts and towards a state championship where they're looking to uh, play in their respective show-me bowl to conclude their state championship run. And you don't see that with some of the other teams that you guys have faced. You know, you start looking at that, they're, they're good quality opponents but you guys just ran into some very, very tough ones. And so I think that shows, you know, we've talked about at the heart of the players that they, they haven't given up and you knew those teams are going to be tough and they were, but they've stuck with it. And, you know, those are those positives you take out of the season that you say was that there was some adversity, it was tough, but we came through the other side stronger. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you look at Hallsville's right now third in the state. They're undefeated in class two. I think they're a top two team. You know, you look at Mexico's, they're, I think they're 10th or 11th in the state. Boonville's third. Blair Oaks is sixth. California's, I think they're going to win a few games in the playoffs, and they're going to match. They, they have a good chance to match back up with uh, Hallsville again. You look at the conference and, and the non-conference opponents we've had, and they're all really good football teams. And we knew that coming in, and that's one of the things that you can schedule easier teams week one and two and feel good about yourself, but that conference schedule is still going to be sitting there waiting for you, and I'd rather be prepared, and I'd rather know our deficiencies early on as opposed to maybe being 2-0 and and then feeling really good about yourselves and getting buzzsawed by your first conference opponent. Well, now as we get into district play, how much have you guys discussed that it doesn't really matter at this point what your record was? It doesn't really matter how you did in the games. It really doesn't matter how you got to today. What really matters is that everybody is back to an 0-0 record and really about how you go forward. Absolutely. I talked to the players about that this week. You know, everybody is 0-0. All the first nine games really do is they just set you up in a bracket. And obviously you want to win as many games as possible to put yourself in a good spot on that bracket. But it's win and advance or lose and you're collecting equipment the following week. Backs against the wall, you either fight out of it or you find a door and you run away. And uh, kind of challenge them that those first nine weeks are to prepare us for the playoffs. And then once the playoffs start, every Everybody's starting back at fresh at zero. And so the goal now, is, as it's been all year, is to be 1-0. and And after this week, when we're 1-0, and the goal is to be 1-0 and next week. And, and it's a week-by-week basis, and, and just taking that approach is, the, is you can't look past anybody. I mean, we're obviously not we're playing a team that we beat 58-50, to so it's going to be a good one. Oh, and the dust finally settled from last week in Class 3 District 5. It had Mexico sitting at the number one seed, Boonville at second seed, Blair Oaks at third, Eldon was in the fourth spot, you guys at the fifth spot, sixth was Osage, and finally seventh was Fulton. Not really any surprises, for the most part, on those seedings after they came out. 
No, no, not no real surprises. You know, Mexico sitting at the top. They play four or five games against class four teams, so they get bonus points. That's why they're sitting on top in Boonville Blair Oaks. That you know they're right there neck and neck with each other. And you know, obviously we've beaten Eldon, but the way the criteria of the district standings play out is that you know even though we beat them, we still are going to go to Eldon, even though we probably should be hosting the game. But regardless, this is kind of how I saw the brackets playing out early on in the season after a couple games and kind of played to what I've been telling the kids the last couple weeks. And Friday night, you line up and and you battle. Well, tonight starts Class 3 District 5 quarterfinals as your number five Eagles play on the road at Eldon against the number four Mustangs. Eldon enters the contest also having finished their regular season with a three and six record. How much mentally does it play into the game and the the game plan that one of those losses that they faced this season uh, for the Mustangs came at the hands of your squad? You know, I really think that because of the way that game went, I mean, I think that's honestly more motivation for them because if I'm their coach, I'm the first thing we're doing Monday morning is our Monday sound reports is I'm showing them five clips from our game against them and saying, hey, we change these five things and, and we win the game. You look back at that game and they gave up a kickoff return to us and we had some good breaks on some kickoffs where we got a safety on one of them and pinned them down inside their tenure yard line on another and they're a good football team and I think they they use those things as motivation just how close the game was last time we played and I reminded our kids the same thing it was a very close game and you know we came out we were down two scores right away and luckily we returned a kickoff for a touchdown and that got us momentum back we had a two-score lead on them and then next thing you know it's tied back up you try to find both positives and negatives from the game and try to reiterate that to the boys you can do this look at look at yourself on this play also we got to clean these things up we know they have a big punishing run running back who's going to touch the ball up and uh we've got to be ready to do whatever it takes to bring that big guy down how's practice been this week it's been really good uh, i think we've had a, a really a good week of practice you know we practiced Thursday morning and it was raining but it wasn't too bad and Tuesday and Wednesday were were both pretty good days weather wise and I'm getting a lot accomplished and trying to get practice over a little bit early keep the kids a little fresh and we're playing in a familiar opponent so you know they're not really doing a whole lot of anything different than when we played them the first time they've made some personnel changes at different positions noted those things and shown the kids those things you know, everybody by week 10, you know, you, you are who you are. You might have a new couple of wrinkles, but you know, those first couple of weeks, you're really trying to see what's working, what's not. They've changed up their defense. They were running a 4-2. Now they're in a 3-4 defense. So we've talked about adjusting our blocking schemes to that. And then also, hey, if they come out in something different, they might come out in something different. You know, we've got to be prepared for anything. How's the health of everybody this week? Overall, health-wise, we're we're still really just sitting still where we were last week. Nate West is still battling that shoulder injury, but he did play last week. And, you know, Jonas Sapp went out of the game last week with – he had a shoulder injury a year ago and kind of came back, but he's wearing a brace and he'll be suited up playing other than those two. About as healthy as we can be at Week 10. Well, facing the Mustangs tonight, anything else, anything different you expect to see them do? You know, not, not a whole lot. Of different. They kind of stick to their bread and butter in the running game. They'd run strong ISO, they'd run weak ISO, buck sweep, some counter, some trap, and some 
quarterback boot, and then when they throw it, it's, it's a boot pass. We've run that a lot at our boys this week and just try to rep it as much as possible and get them ready for anything. And mixed in a few trick plays, just, you know, we don't know if they're going to do it, but just trick plays that lend themselves to plays they already run. Just try to get them ready to go. Well, this week has also seen some cold, windy, rainy weather. You kind of alluded to that. It looks like it's going to continue uh, through through game time today. Does that change the game plan at all or anything you guys want to do when the weather <clears throat> plays a factor like that? I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it does. It's a grass surface. You know, there's obviously with all the rain that we got, it's going to be um, a muddy battle, I think. You know, we, we did put in another under center set this week just to prepare for situation. If it's raining during the game or if the passing game, it's hard to throw the ball with the field conditions. We do have uh, another offensive set that we're, we, we installed this week to go to. It, yeah, I think it can play a factor. And each week you get deeper into the playoffs, you have a higher chance of more weather affecting the type of game that is played. And really, you know, a muddy mess is kind of plays into their hand. They're a ground and pound type of team. And when it's nasty and sloppy out there, that, those are the kind of football games that sometimes give the advantage to the team that runs the ball a lot. So we'll see what the weather holds for us. You know, we, we still have to have our kids prepared for anything. Coach Tracy, thank you for joining us on our pregame show today. Any final thoughts for you out of here? No, it's uh, playoff time, and I'm excited. I told the boys I'm not ready to be done. I hope they're not either. Gave them a reality check Thursday morning. You know, I don't want this to be it. This could be our last practice. You saw some deer in the headlight, the reality sinking in, like it really could be. You know, I, we don't want it to be. We're not planning on it to be. That is reality. And so that sense of urgency there should be no excuse for a lack of effort. You know, are we going to blow an assignment? Yeah. Are we going to miss a tackle? Yeah. Are we going to miss a block? Yeah. But the effort, there should be never be a question about effort. Effort should be there on every play. Well, let's go out there and get that win. Yes, sir. That's Southern Boone County Eagles football head coach, Trent Tracy. We're going to take a quick break and be back with more of your Southern Boone County Eagles pregame show presented by Steelnet LLC, a proud supporter of Southern Boone County football. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagle football here on the home of the Eagles, the Show Me Sports Network. been listening to the Southern Boone County Eagles pregame show on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. The excitement is building in the stands and the tension is rising in the locker rooms as kickoff is just around the corner. Exclusive pregame coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football has been brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Centurion Cares, Eddie Gaydell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, River Oak Christian Academy, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, Southwest Dental, and State Tech College of Missouri. The best coverage in mid-Missouri continues as we'll be back with kickoff right after these messages. This has been the Southern Boot County Eagles pregame show on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. Hayden, good luck tonight as you face the Eldon Mustangs. Leave it all on the field and never stop fighting. We're so proud of our number nine. Love, Love Mom and Dad. Dad. 
It's time for Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Show Me Sports Network. This is Southern Boone County Eagles football on the exclusive home for the Eagles radio network, the Show Me Sports Network. Exclusive play-by-play coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football is brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Centurion Cares, Eddie Gaydale Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, River Oak Christian Academy, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, Southwest Dental, and State Tech College of Missouri. The best game coverage in mid-Missouri is on the air as Blake Gazaway and his crew are ready in the broadcast booth for kickoff. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles radio network. Now, here's the voice of the Show Me Sports Network and the Southern Boone County Eagles radio network, Blake Gazaway. And a very pleasant good evening, everyone. Blake Gaz away here with you as we are almost set to begin district play. Here is the number five. Southern Boone County Eagles are on the road at the number four, Eldon Mustangs. Blake Gaz away here joined by Mike Freeze as the rain is coming in waves. It's not very heavy, but we can see it over in the lights, and it is here, and it's maybe going to stay around for a while. Well, contrary to what Blake's describing, it is still a beautiful night for high school football. So, 50 degrees, a little, little bit of rain, mist coming down. So, uh, let's see what Eldon, Eldon's going to get the ball first. And just see if they stick to the run like they have do most of the time. They did in the last time that we played them, did a lot more throwing than normal. But last week against Versailles, they pretty much ran, 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 ran. Um, and uh, did a lot of more reverses than normal, so interested to see what they're going to do tonight. Well, you are right about that, that it is football weather. As ball teed up by Salter, and play is underway. Is this going to be uh, taken at the five-yard line? I believe that's Veach with it. He's going to work the far side. Actually, that's Hardy. He will be down near the 20 on the 20, so that's where the Mustangs will set up shop as we get underway here in Class 3, District 5 quarterfinals action. Yeah, Veach was not back to, to get the run or get the kickoff that time it's quite surprising he's got he's probably the fastest kid young man on the team he's definitely the best player on the field so we'll see how Eldon uses him tonight so Eldon will have it on their own 20 as they will have first and 10 first possession of the ball game as we said Blake Gazaway here with you joined by Mike Freese the Mustangs will be going right to left on your media center or your show me sports network app up under center will be Hess. He'll give it off. And not a lot of room there. The run game not starting off the way they'd like it to. Great penetration by a six-man line that the Eagles are playing tonight. This is similar to what they played against the Mustangs last time. So six-man on the line. Typically, they're more of a four-man line, but against a strong running team like Eldon, like in Mexico, that uh, runs the ball 80% of the time, they'll uh, stack it in there pretty good with six linemen. Now that uh, wind is coming left to right as you listen to our game here. So it is going kind of across the face of the offense here. They're looking into it. It's up under center is Hess, and they'll have a free five yards as the hog package, as they've termed it, just uh, 
tried to give up some bacon right there. Yeah. This happened a couple weeks ago, three or four weeks ago. It's happened a couple times this year where we give it up at least two times during the game, a easy five yards by not watching the ball. And that had uh, just about all six of those linemen jumping off there. So They They were definitely playing together. So we'll be a second and six now. Clock nearing 11 minutes to go here in this opening quarter. Hand off to the second man through, working far side. That is Veach. He's uh, got a little seam, but picks up a couple yards. Not much, though. He comes in having 10.2 yards a carry. He definitely was well short of that. Good uh, job of the defense that time. They, they hit him pretty quickly, but most of the season, if you've been following this young man, he run, will run right over you. will take three, sometimes three or four guys to get down. That time, Eagles did a wonderful job of slowing down until his uh, linebackers, the linebackers could come and uh, finish the play. So third and three, ball at the 27-yard line. They have to get to the 30 to pick up a new set of downs. Up under center will be Hess. He's rolling here to the near side. He'll keep it himself, cut up the middle. He's got the first down, spun around, still on his feet across the 35. He'll be tripped up there, took a step backwards, but falls down at the 35. He'll pick up eight. Most importantly, move the chains. Yeah, it's a uh, sophomore quarterback. He's a young player. Um, they didn't run him too much early in the, in the season by himself, but they have been calling more quarterback runs for him. That time, fake the ball to the right, run off the tackle to the left. Um, good job hitting the hole and good job making the first uh, tackler miss him. That was, I think, pretty much a design quarterback keeper all the way. Yep, no doubt. As uh, he got that, tucked it around the corner. So we'll bring up a new set of downs here. Ball at the 35-yard line of Eldon. Hess up under center. He'll give it to the second man through, crashing down, picking up two, three yards. The pile will fall back, but he'll pick up a couple yards. Carrying that was Mason Kirkwedge, 5'11", 195-pound senior. Yeah, the fullback the last couple weeks has been getting, getting a lot more carries. Last week against Versailles, he was hitting the, hitting the hole hard, getting five, six, seven yards. Doesn't have the breakaway speed that Beach does, but he is a hard runner, and uh, Eagles did a good job of maintaining the lanes and allowing the linebackers to fill and make the tackle. He comes in with 11 touchdowns on the season, 17 for Veach. So they'll load up on the far side. They'll have a heavy package over there, give a little misdirection, hand it off to Veach. He's working the corner, and he's going to run out of real estate. They'll say, what, he didn't pick up any yardage, so ran out real quick. Fantastic job of the linebackers and the defensive end that time. Made him turn back inside. Whenever a running back has to stop and turn directions, that's usually um, a good thing for the defense, and great job tackling by the Eagles defense that time. Wrapped him up. He did not was not able to get any yards after contact. 8.40 left to go here in this opening quarter, and either team has scored. Of course, we're early in the first quarter here of our quarterfinals game, first possession of the ball game. It'll be third, and we'll say a long seven or short eight for the Mustangs. They'll roll this side with it as Hess. He's looking, looking downfield. He's going to throw it, try to hit his receiver across the middle, but bounces off of him and goes incomplete. So we'll bring up a fourth down. That's a good good example of a team that doesn't pass a lot. So they're throwing it to a guy who doesn't get the ball a lot and hit his hands and dropped. Um, So great job of the Eagles defense on this, uh, this first series. I like the energy that I'm seeing out there. Um, outside that offsides, they did a good job of maintaining the responsibilities. It's a really good first series for the defense, especially in a game like this where the teams are evenly matched and uh, Elton's coming off uh, a 
great come from behind win. So we'll bring up a fourth and eight. They'll snap it. They're going to punt it as Chase Morris is back to receive the kick. It's going to be a short punt. Bounce about the 40, and everybody gets away from it. It will be downed inside the 40. So that is where the Southern Boone County Eagles will take over. We will pause here and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom. Using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market, anything can become a canvas. This state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Visit HanCustomLaserEngraving.myshopify.com or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran owned business well the eagles waste no time getting to the line of scrimmage running the first play to have an end around from the far side to baden glass he picks up nine yards good first play there yeah good variation of the jet sweep there hey or baden coming from left to right the right tackle did an excellent job of getting the defensive end hooked uh, de- Eldon's playing a three-man line, which as a coach previously, I loved to play against a three-man line. So they will give it up the middle, trying to push the pile. They'll call the whistle there. Looks like we'll see where they spot it. That was Bowles carrying it, and looks like he's got about two yards enough to move the chains. Yeah, there's a simple you know, handoff going the power play, going right at the, the defensive end, who again got blocked inside, and the linebacker had to fill. And the linebacker did a pretty good job to fill, but... About a foot too late. So ball will be spotted on the 49-yard line. That's where the Eagles have it on their own 49-yard line, picking up their first first down of the game. As back in shotgun will be Stillman. He'll get the snap. He's dropping back, looking downfield, has some pressure, looking downfield, and over through his receiver was intended for a senior receiver in Tate John. Yeah, great job blocking that time. They sent a delayed blitz up the middle. Good job picking up by the offensive line. The ball was thrown just a little bit inside of Tate. Tate did have a good step on his defender, but just could not connect. So we'll bring up a second and 10 here. Clock stopped at 7.03, left here in this opening quarter. They'll load up the far side, have three receivers far side, one near side. Stillman will be in shotgun again, working left to right on your media center or your Show Me Sports Network app. Bowles gets it straight up the middle. He's across the 50. He'll be ushered down there as he picks up three yards on the play, so we'll bring up a third down. Yeah, that play, the Eagles offensive line, the left tackle, left guard, pulled to the right, and uh, this excellent job by the the uh, defensive end that was left unblocked, came from behind and, and uh, made the tackle. Keep in mind, like we saw last week, it's California. We were able to take advantage of that, that play, but in a three-man line, uh, the ends aren't terribly responsible to uh, for, for containment, knowing that they have a linebacker sitting outside. Well, the Eagles are going to have to hurry it up here as they ran personnel on late. They'll have three in the backfield. Hit it off the balls. He's across the 40, still on his feet. He's on a foot race. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. As Bowles takes it to the house from 48 yards away, and that puts the lead in favor of Southern Boone. Just the power formation. We had, a, had the... Three running backs in the in the backfield, just powered to the right-hand side. Excellent blocking, huge hole. Uh, I don't think he was a touched at all on that. 
And we mentioned how well Veach has done this year on his yards per carry. Um, I think I've seen Bowles is averaging almost eight yards a carry this year, so he's been a strong runner behind a pretty good offensive line play this year. That was excellent blocking by the Eagles offensive line that time. He is averaging seven yards a carry coming in. That'll make it a little higher with that. Salter on to try. The PAT kick is up, and kick is good. And with 6-12 left to go here in this opening quarter, the Eagles lead by a score of 7-0. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Last Sentinel Firearms is your federally licensed and registered Type 7 FFL manufacturer dealer in Missouri, providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts, law enforcement, and individuals across the nation. Orders are currently being fulfilled, offering custom-built pistols and rifles from the AR platform with a guarantee of 100% American-made products. Visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you. Last Sentinel Firearms, you are your your last line in defense. Whether it's balls and strikes, fouls or flags, your referees and game officials are a vital part of high school athletics. If you've ever tried your hand at officiating, you know how hard these men and women work, and you certainly know that they would never miss a call intentionally. Keep these things in mind as you attend sporting events. After all, respecting officials and authority figures is one of the most valuable lessons that we can teach our students. This message has been brought to you by your friends at this local radio station and the Missouri State High School Activities Association. Salter kicks it off, and it's going to be taken inside the five by the return man, and he's got a couple men missed still on his feet. He's across the 40, working to the near side, across the 50. It's going to be a foot race to see where he's going to go. He's at the 30, the 20, at the 10, the 5, touchdown. He is going to take it. That is Dallas Hardy. He takes it 95 yards and answers that drive by the Eagles. 95 yards to the house. Well, I was just about to say how the beginning of the game could not have gone any better for the Eagles. But at least I didn't say it and didn't jinx us. So fantastic return. Uh, normally we talk about on the returns. Return guy has to hit their hole and find it and hit it hard. Don't hesitate. That time the return man hesitated, kind of stutter step a little bit, waited for his hold to, to clear up, and it did. Nice return. So he takes it 95 yards to the house. That was hardy. So we'll try a two-point conversion here. Up under center will be Hess. He'll have two backs in the backfield. They'll give it to the second man through, trying to work the far side. That's Veach. And he will make a move and go into the end zone for the two-point conversion. And just like that, the lead goes back. Well, the lead goes. I shouldn't say back. Goes to Eldon. They lead 8-7. to seven. We'll pause here and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727 421 
1-800-529-5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com. Centurion Cares, innovative communication solutions. Attention Eagles fans, here's your chance to help the student-athletes of Southern Boone County by becoming a member of the Southern Boone Booster Club. Your gifts help provide all Southern Boone County athletes with a safe and positive experience while attending our school district and also help purchase items that our sports team couldn't otherwise afford. You can join the Southern Boone Booster Club this season for as little as $25. Membership is open to everyone. Interested in joining? Look them up on Facebook by searching Southern Boone Booster Club or email them at sbcathleticboosters at gmail.com. Let's go Eagles! Well, it's not the position that the Eagles wanted as an onside kick still on the grass, and we're going to see who recovers it. I think the Eagles finally fell on it, and they do, but I put a little gray hair in the coaches there. That was about the third person that had a chance to get the onside kick. Uh, very fortunate there. So on that conversion that time, it was a lead ISO. Uh, Beach hit the hole hard. Two Eagles were right there to tackle him on the two-yard line. But what we've seen so much over this year, he just ran through and ran over both those guys. Yeah, he made it quick work, and it was uh, no doubt he was in there for the touchdown. He just put the gas down, and he was in there without a doubt. So Stillman will be in shotgun again. They'll start at the 44-yard line. The Eagles will of their own. They've got two receivers, one on the far side, handoff on the end around. Good thing they tried some trickeration because Bowles just got eight up in the backfield. I think that time, this is the same play that we ran earlier that that backside defensive end was able to catch the uh, runner from behind. So this time, instead of, we took the right tackle, right guard, pulled him to the left side trying to get outside, and ran the running back fake, ran him up into that defensive end who was being on block. So I think that's what we saw this time. But we did see the running back slip, so maybe we'll, this uh, field's going to play a factor so second and seven, Stillman will toss it off on the pitch here to the near side. Bowles with it across midfield. Hurdles a man across the 40. He's got nearly 20 yards. Move the chains. Great play that time. Just a quick toss to the right side. Great job getting the in hooked. Um, great job by Donegan also to get a linebacker. Bacon Glass did a fantastic job of leading the way, getting his uh, defensive back slash linebacker. Just a beautiful block play. Nice job blocking, guys. He's got some great vision out there. On the field tonight. So we'll be a new set of downs. Clock under five to go here in this opening quarter. Twin receivers on either side. Again, the Eagles working left to right as they work down the field. Ball on the 36-yard line to the Mustangs. Stillman will get the snap. He'll give it to Bowles quickly upfield, but not much there as he's met after the first wave. He'll be down near the 35, so he'll pick up about a yard, yard and a half. Real basic dive play up the middle. Um, we've done really well running behind. Donegan, Hildrick, and Sapp throughout the season, so try to do it again. This time, their linebackers did a good job of filling their lanes. So ball spotted on the 35-yard line. where the Eagles trying to work it in as they trail 8-7. to seven. Here to the number four seed there, Eagles number five seed. They'll send Morris in motion, won't give it to him. And Stillman kept it himself, squeezes out of there across the 30. As he put that into the belly, of Bradley Smith and pulled it out last minute, and he squirts through, picks up good yardage on that second down. Yeah, design quarterback keeper that time. They ran it a couple times um, in the middle of the season, and Hayden was running really strong, keep his feet moving, make the first player miss him. That's what they did that time. Another 
Full backfield with tight ends. Yeah, I think we're going to call this the Trident package. They've got three backs in the backfield. They'll hand it off to Bowles. He's got the first down and more across near the 20. He picks up seven yards. Move the chains. You know, outside of a, you know, a goal line in fourth and one, we haven't seen a full, you know, two tight ends. I didn't even realize he had two tight ends in the formation in the playbook. Well, that is one of the new wrinkles that the Eagles have worked up this week. And so far, I think it's safe to say that it's working. As clock, 3.20 left to go here in this opening quarter. They'll hand it off to the second man through on a delayed dive. That is to Smith. He'll pick up a couple yards. Yeah, counter to the to the left that time, and uh, the Elden Mustangs did a pretty good job of filling it in. Basically, Eldon's well used to in practice knowing how to defend a double tight end full backfield <laughs> formation. So we'll see what kind of passing variations we can run out of this. So second and eight. As clock under three to go again, the trident formation, they'll flip it off to Bowles. He patiently waits for his blockers. Good to see there. He put a hand on the back of his lineman to let him know he's there, help lead the way for him. So three plays in a row there have not gained much. Looks like we're going to go back to our standard formation this time. Um, uh, it's kind of tough. You ask, you're asking your... You're, you know, you know, big glass and take John to go in, line up at tight ends to uh, to block more bigger guys. They're not quite used to that. So twin receivers on either side. As Stillman will be in shotgun, he'll have Bowles standing behind him. They'll send Morrison. Motion balls on the turf. Grass, rather, and Stillman will have to fall on it. Yeah, the step was a tad high, but not horribly high. So it was still up there on his shoulders. It looked like that time they were trying to either give the ball off to the to a jet sweep type of player, or Hayden might have kept it himself going up the middle or to the right. So not sure what they were calling on that. They certainly did have him spread out, so got fourth down and long here. There's an unfortunate break for the Eagles as they're trying to keep driving. It'll be fourth and 11 now. Clock nearing a minute and a half to go here in this opening quarter. He'll be in shotgun. He'll get the snap. And give it on the second man through on the end around. That's Morris. He's got a lot of room. He's got the first in at the 10-5. He's going to be in there for the touchdown. He is able to get the corner and take it out from 21 yards away. Got a flag on the play. Holding. Of yeah. course it's holding. Well, great play call by the offensive coaches that time. Uh, nice sweep. Or, sorry, reverse. Um, you know, run to the right and toss it back to the Inside uh, slot receiver going the opposite way, and with his speed and good blocking, maybe too good a blocking. You hear the fans don't like that call, but fortunately, it doesn't matter what they think, as the officials are the officials for a reason. And they're in the stands, we're in the press box, we all have our places to be. So, we'll bring up a fourth and long now. We'll see what the Eagles are going to do, they're obviously going to go for it here, being at the 22-yard line. This is a spot foul. Minute 25 left on the clock. Stillman will roll here to the near side. He's going to throw it up for grabs and overthrew everybody. Is looking for his receiver. That yeah. is Baden Glass. Had to check who it was because all I see is a back full of mud. That's what gets harder the rest of the game. Uh, so basically that time, Eldon Blitz, the outside linebacker, Bade Hayden, you know, leave the pocket, and then he threw the ball on the run. And like we've seen with pretty much every high school quarterback, if they're throwing the ball on the run without getting their feet set, 
it's hard to get an accurate pass. So it was the uh, Baden was pretty well covered that time too. Um, the def defender was right on. Did a nice job of not uh, collecting any pass interference or anything. So well, most importantly, too, Stillman puts that ball where either his receiver can catch it or nobody can catch it. So the Mustangs take over on the turnover on downs, their own 22-yard line. They have two in the backfield. They'll give it to the first man through. That is Kirkwood, and he gets through, picks up about five yards or so. Yeah, we saw that play a lot last week. It goes to Versailles. This is a basically fullback dive up the middle behind their center and interior guards, and that's what happened last week. They got five, six, six yards almost every single time he touched the ball, and for those who know simple math, that's a way you can – score touchdowns, and win games. Well, they definitely try some misdirection there. They have each go to the far side, make the handoff like he's got it. So definitely trying to play the mental game here. So it'll be second and four, clock under 45 to go in this first quarter. Give it on a quick dive straight up the middle. A couple of yards picked up by Veach, but it will be short of that first down marker. Just a, just a little bit of variation of the same play they just ran this time. The defense Eagles did a much better job. Lyman did a much better job of getting penetration and uh, slowing him down and giving the linebackers a chance to make the tackle. So we'll bring up a third and one here for the Eagles. Sorry, for the Mustangs. The Eagles trying to get the ball back. Was looking at the score there, and they trail eight to seven. Clock under six at five, four. The defense needs to get set here, though. Three, two on the clock. One, they will get the snap off and keep it in himself as Hess. He slips, and he's going to be taken down, but he will pick up the first down. Yeah, they ran a similar play against the uh, Tigers of Versailles last year. At the end of the third quarter, they very well much could have took it, but they, they ran a quick snap to get, get an extra play in. So something they've done before, so hopefully our players were ready for that. Well, that takes us to the end of the first quarter. After one quarter of play, the Mustangs eight. The Eagles 7. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. At the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. Fans, when you attend a high school game, do you stand at attention during the national anthem? Do you cheer a good play by the opposing team? If your team loses, do you take it well in stride? If you have answered yes to any of those questions, you are showing positive examples of sportsmanship. Don't forget that when you attend high school events, young eyes are watching you for examples of acceptable behavior. By making a conscientious effort, you'll be helping our students grow into better citizens. This message has been brought to you by your friends at the Missouri State High School Activities Association and this local radio station. Well, we switch ends of the field as now the Mustangs will be going left to right. Have a new set of downs. Hess drops back, looking downfield, has his receiver stride for stride, throws it up and off the hands of everybody as that was intended for number nine, that's Baylor Pearson, the senior 5'9", 148-pound receiver. First pass we've seen from the Mustangs tonight, and a really good job of uh, pass protection by their line. 
threw the ball pretty deep, and that was a pretty nice throw. Uh, but great coverage by Tate John there, and uh, to where the Eldon Mustang receiver had to turn around and play defense, and uh, pretty good, pretty good play all the way around there. So nice, yeah, that, uh, nice that, pass coverage or pass protection there. That ball just kind of dropped into the on the heads of both players there. Nobody able to catch it. They'll give it straight up the middle on a dive play. Still on his feet. That's Vici's breaking tackles, and he's going to have 12 yards. It'll be out across the 45. Move the chains. That's what we've seen most of the time on the film watching uh, Mustangs of each run. He, get, he hits the line hard. He breaks a tackle or two at the line and almost took it all away. So great, great tackle there by the Eagles to uh, keep that down to just a you know, 10, 12-yard gain. They might have to check him to see if he's covered in oil because he was slippery out there, got through the defense, picks up a new set of downs. As ball will be on the 46-yard line of the Mustangs. Up under center is Hess. And now we have a false start. Yes, that was easy to see. Big man down here on the corner. Can't tell what the number is on that. You think I could, is that a 68, 58? I think 68 was one of two or three that jumped on that. So Yeah, we're going to call Porter, Porter Asbury, the 6'1", 242-pound senior. I don't know if that weight's accurate. He looks a little bigger than that. Could be number 65 as well. It doesn't matter. A couple guys moved on yeah. that one. So. He's listed at 308. That might be a okay. little better. There we go. So, sorry, uh, Mr. Ashby didn't call you out. I, I think you're right. I think that was uh, 65. Either way. It'll back him up. They'll have first and 15. And Hess up under center. He'll give it to the second man on the far side. That's Kirk Wedge. He's got five. He's got 10. He'll be ushered out after a 10-yard gain on the sidelines up near the 50-yard line. Yeah, there's a nice little variation that time by the Mustangs on offense. Instead of having Veach, the man that gets the ball, trying to get outside, this time they let their fullback be the lead on that. And, uh, you know, good job getting the defensive end block. Now, when you run a six-man defensive line, that defensive end pretty much needs to be, be the, the, the sole person to keep uh, contained out there. Clock stopped at 11.03 here in the second quarter. Hess up under center again. They'll give it on the dive once again, straight up the middle. Still on his feet is Veach, and he's going to pick up about 10 yards down near the 40, move the chains. All power. Hit that ball hardest, the straight up middle gut. Got tacked, got hit by two guys, kept on going. A third guy came, and he kept on running. Just very impressive running by the young man. Beach coming in at the start of the game, 104 carries, 1,064 yards. That has 17 touchdowns, averaging 10.2 yards a carry. Mind you, he did not play the first couple of games of the season, so he's well over 100 yards every game that he's played this year. And he's trying to make it a full even stack here in district. Ball's on the ground. It's going to be covered up as Hess will fall on it. Kind of that same thing that we saw happen for the Eagles just happened for the Mustangs. Yeah, it's not raining right now. We don't see any mist coming down, so it still doesn't mean that the grass is not you know, damp and wet. So there's certainly the ball's a little bit harder for both teams to handle. So whichever team can get a better field and do a better job of handling the ball is going to be at a distinct advantage. Well, we also start to see some of the tracks across the field. You start to see where the trenches have been. Well, these offensive, defensive linemen have been fighting it out. Start to see the green grass turn a little brown. Hess will be up under center. He'll give it to Kirk Wedge, and he's trying to break away from it, but somebody's got his jersey, and they'll whistle the play dead as he is held for a loss there, literally held by the jersey, and he's going to lose about uh, four yards. Yeah, Owen Folk just did a great job out there. Um, he's 
He's playing a lot tonight due to the six-man line. That time he got through there. Don't know if he was blocked or not, but he did a great job of penetration. And he was able to grab on to the jersey and hold on, and thankfully the jersey did not tear away. So uh, great job by the young man, the junior. Yeah, they might have to check that jersey. I think he's probably got some fingerprints left on that as hard as he was holding on to it. But he held on, waited for the Calvary to arrive to help him out. So he'll bring up a third and 14 ball at the 44-yard line for the Mustangs. As keeping it himself is Hess, he's going to be wrapped up quickly near the original line of scrimmage. So he's cut down there. He'll be well short. We'll bring up a fourth down. Yeah, good job by the safety that time. Linebacker was at number eight. Morris came in there. Did a good job of wrapping up. Uh, like, like we said, we're seeing the quarterback run the ball a lot more in the second half of the season, something you might expect with a sophomore young man. Um, Stevens did a good job. Good job by the line to uh, take a, take up the offensive lineman activity, and that allowed him to come up free and to make the tackle. Well, Mustangs lead 8-7 to seven here as clock rolling 8-26 and counting here before halftime in our Class 3 District 5 quarterfinals game. Here in Eldon, Hess up under center. He'll keep it himself, dropping back, looking downfield, has a receiver, and just overthrew him. Had the receiver wide open, actually had two people over there, and just put too much under it and sailed it over the head of his wide receiver. I believe that was Hardy over there. The senior cannot come down with it. Talking with Coach Garris uh, earlier this morning, um, that was probably his biggest concern was defending the running back coming out of the backfield. He thought if they could take care of that, that, that would be, be big for them. But that time, wide open. Now, that was the same guy that had the return for, for kickoff. It was not Beach. Beach has normally been the guy they try to hit coming out of the backfield. So, well, the Eagles take over on the turnover on downs. They'll send a man in motion. High snap, but Stillman is able to get it. He'll pitch it off to Bowles. He's across the 40 on the 45. Hard hit there. He'll be taken down a couple yards shy of the first down marker, but he picks up. About eight yards, we'll say closer to nine. Now they'll back up to eight. Yeah, good job blocking on the on the left side of the defensive line. Good job by Owen out there to uh, get his guy blocked. Good job by the lead backer getting blocked. And then sure enough, I'm not surprised that Mr. Veach is also a good tackler. Imagine that. Yeah, he's an all-around good player. So we're just past 7.30 here on the Show Me Sports Network. Blake Gazzle here with you, joined by Mike Freese, as we're proud to say Show Me Sports Network affiliates of Misha, we got all the paperwork done to help carry our broadcast here in districts. As handoff to Smith, he's got good yardage as he bowls over the back judge there. You know, he said, I'm sorry, but you got in my way. I'm trying to score a touchdown here. So that'll pick up over 10 yards, move the chains. Nice, great run by Smith that time. He kind of stutters up a tad bit to let his blocker, blocker set. Uh, good job by of the offensive line. Blocking their, their line, their responsibilities, and uh, there's some good hard running by Smith. Good job taking care of the ball, too. He had both hands on that ball. No way was he going to fumble that one. As I said, we, we uh, got our paperwork done this week, so proud sponsor for Misha, affiliate for them. As Stillman, I don't know if he went the wrong way, but nobody was there to take the handoff. He's going to have to take it. He'll pick up a couple yards. As he looked to the right, and everybody was to the left. Yeah, somebody went the wrong way. And uh, very fortunate time to pick up a yard on that play. So good job by Hayden, realizing the, the busted play and to make the best out of it. Absolutely. He did not take much time to figure out that he needed to do something with it and try to get upfield. He'll pick up about a yard. Clock rolling, 634 left here before halftime. Again, the Eagles trailing the Mustangs 8-7 to 
here in quarterfinals action of Class 3, District 5. They'll pitch it off. Rolling to the near side with it is Bowles. He's trying to let some traffic go. He'll get through the first wave before he'll be upended. He's across the 35 down near the 30, looks like 33. So that'll make it a third and short. Yeah, quick toss to the left that time. When you do a quick toss, you want to get outside as, much, as quick as possible. Uh, Moen Folk did a good job of blocking his defensive end in and another great job blocking by the uh, wide receiver to uh, help them get the... Now it's a very manageable third down and three. So third and three ball at the 33-yard line. Stillman up under center. They've got that trident package. They're going to pick up the first down and more as ball carrier across the 25. I believe that is Smith with it. We'll check to see who gets off the pile. Yeah, double tight end, full house in the backfield. All 11 are right there in the box. And uh, just basically you're outnumbering the Mustangs defense. The Mustangs have not change anything yet. They're still going with their 3-4 base defense. They got uh, linebackers outside. So really, in between tackles is where you got the numbers. Well, same formation again with three backs in the backfield. They stand shoulder to shoulder to shoulder. Hand off to Bowles. He'll pick up a few yards and he'll be cut down just across the 20. Yeah, same play as last time. But instead of running to the left, they're running to the right. Um, I kind of wonder if the, if the passing variation might be something to one of the, the tight ends. In this case, known as Baden Glass and Tate John. So we'll bring up a second and six as he picked up four yards. Up under center will be Stillman. He'll pitch it off, working the near side here. That's Smith with it, trying to cut the corner at the 20, but he's going to be wrapped down there. He'll lose some yardage. Just ran out of real estate, could not find enough grass to get upfield. Yeah, that time they tried to run one a quick toss to get outside. If, if you remember what we said earlier, they're still doing a 3-4, so they're they're pretty much very well set to the outside. And that was a case where they just had too many people for us to block. Their outside linebackers and defensive backs were not being blocked, so uh, not really the right play against this defense at this point. So the, the, the gaps are in between tackles. So third and seven now. Stillman up under center. He's going to roll to the far side. He's looking downfield, and there ought to be pass interference as receiver taken down on the play. I believe that was intended that uh, glass, I believe that's glass who it was intended for, but he had no chance to catch it. I will say they did both slip on the play, but he was taken down and had no chance to even think about trying to catch it, let alone trying to even locate that pass. Yeah. Just like we mentioned, if you're going to run any sort of a play action on this kind of a formation, normally you're trying to get to your tight ends running a five and out to the flat, and that's exactly what they did. And that time the defender got there too soon, so... Nice play call. Yeah, it's a little hard to put the brakes on here in the uh, in the real All-American grass that's here in Eldon. Also, it's it's in Ashland. We're the only two schools that uh, seems like for miles around that have grass. So it'll be a first and goal ball at the nine. They'll give it on the far side, try to work around, and they're going to be in there for the touchdown. Yep, that's what I like to see. Runoff tackle. You got your linemen. Not only are do you have two double tight ends, but you're also running your linemen at foot-to-foot splits. So, again, it's a three-man defensive line. We can run all day in between tackles on them if they're not going to put another another man down on the line. That goes as a nine-yard touchdown run for Bowles. That gives the lead back to the Eagles as they lead 13-8. to They're going to go for two here. Let's try to make it 
A 15-8 score if they can get the two-point conversion. Tried in formation to give it to Bowles. Trying to work that far side. Looks like he's going to be close. Oh. Well, they say he's close, but the official's standing close, on the goal line. Far enough. So yeah. they say he was not in there. Despite the official being on the goal line, they say the two-point conversion fails. But the lead goes back to the Eagles as they lead 13-8. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Hello, Blake Gasaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Well, the lead has been given back to the Eagles. They score on a nine-yard touchdown run by Bowles. They tried a two-point conversion. It was not successful, but they do have the lead back. And Salter will have the ball fall off the tee, so I have to take a minute, let him reset that before we can get this kickoff underway. Clock stopped at 4-11 left here in this first half of action in our quarterfinals round of Class 3 District 5 action. All kinds of good football action across the state. As ball falls off the tee again, Salter soccer-style kicked it. That was pretty good for falling off as he was about a foot and a half away from kicking it. Not sure what they called it. It looked like a eagle guy was off sides on that kickoff. Um, I'm not sure what exactly they're doing here. Well, I think if they're we get it, if, we, if that was a dead ball, then that's very, very fortunate for the Eagles. Yeah, it, the ball went out of bounds. It, well, it, it fell off the tee before they oh, – okay. yeah, he was about a foot – foot and a half away from kicking it, and it bounced off, so he soccer-style kicked it off the bounce. So possibly a good break by not getting the penalty. Is Yeah, one of the eagles on the left-hand side was definitely across that line before the kicker kicked it, which you can't do. So hopefully the coach is yelling at them to be careful. So Salter will tee it up again. He'll have fellow eagle hold it. They're going to just kick it on the ground. It's going to take a couple bounces. One of the up men's going to take it at the 30. He'll advance it to the 35 before the house crashes down on him there. Not much to return, but. Yeah, the return man who probably doesn't get a lot of practice returning did the number one cardinal sin if you're a return man on a kickoff, and that's moving side to side. And instead of, instead of finding a hole and running straight up field as hard as possible. So so ball will be at the 35-yard line of the Mustangs. Again, they're working left to right. On your media center or your Show Me Sports Network app, Blake Gasway here with you, joined by Mike Fries. 4.06 left on the clock here in this first half. Hess will be up under center, has two backs in the backfield. Well, it looked like somebody might have jumped off sides there. Is there was definitely line moving before Hess was dropping back, and ball is on the ground anyways, so we'll go as a loss, but that was just not a real good-looking play from the get-go. It looks like they were trying to fake it to... Beach going to the right, and it looks like it's going to be a design quarterback keeper 
sweep uh, you know, to the left-hand side, and he just uh, slipped. We do have a stoppage in play here, though, for some reason. Now the officials are down talking to the cameraman. I, again, that's why we're up here, not down there. I think yeah. he's telling them that you need to. You need to get out of the coach's box. Yeah, team go box. over there, go over there, but not right here. So <laughs> we haven't got in trouble for that, so we're doing good. All right. It is tempting. I have been down there and worked many cameras, and it is tempting because you want to be as close to the action as you can. So we'll bring up a second and 15 now. Hess up under center. He'll give it on the uh, fullback dive. Or not a fullback dive, rather a, just a dive play. Veach will pick up about, what, nine yards, eight yards on that. Yeah, just a power play off tackle that time. Uh, good job by the Mustang defensive line to uh, kind of get a nice hole. It was an off tackle, push defensive end outside. You know, with the six-man line, you're going to have a hard time getting outside on that one. And so... That's exactly what they did. Instead of trying to get outside, they just ran right up inside the defensive end. So we'll bring up a third and six now. So it is third and manageable. As two backs in the backfield, up under center will be Hess. He'll have a receiver here on the near side. They'll hand it again straight up the middle, pushing the pile. Still pushing, and it's going to fall forward across the down marker. Is that what was about three yards short, but the pile kept going. Beach kept the legs going, pushed it forward. It was three yards short of the first down, and but he wasn't done yet. And if you watch, if you watch him play, he does that most every play. He, I've yet to see him be taken down by the first person. He usually takes two, three, and usually it's a, a second attempt at getting tackled by two or three people. So we'll bring up a new set of downs. First and ten ball at the 48-yard line, though. Give a little misdirection cross as Kirk Wedge will have it. Ball is on the ground, and it's going to be recovered by the Eagles. He'll take it near the 20-yard line. Jonah Sapp. Jonah Sapp comes up with it, and then he is mauled by his teammates. As that goes the other way, <laughs> and he is excited. So are the Eagles. Yeah, great penetration that time. Uh, not only did Jonah get in the backfield quick, but so did Sam Hampton. Um, get in the backfield quick. You know, that, that that counter outside isolation or whatever you want to call it with uh, with the fullback is not quite as quick as it is with Veach and uh, got some hands in there. So good job by the defensive line, the hogs of the Eagles. So great job, defensive line. I do not think that shoulder is bothering Sapp at all. At least he's not showing that it is if it is. 2.41 on the clock, Eagles have it on the 18-yard line. Bad snap and has to go back. Fall on it is Stillman. Just off his hands. It was high, not terribly high, but high enough to uh, to get through there. So um, stay calm, everybody. It's a good time to uh, try to get a little bit of a, of a lead against this Mustang team. Eagles leading 13-8 to 16 and counting here in the first half. As will be a second and 18 now. Ball at the 26-yard line was on the 18. Now on the 26. Stillman will get the snap. He'll hand it off. And that is Smith, who's quickly swallowed up. And we'll see if he can't tell if they're going to say he lost yardage. He will lose yardage. They set the house that time. Only have three linemen, but they sent at least two linebackers up in there. And uh, number four in the middle just got through there untouched. It was able to make the play. Yeah, they guessed right there. As you said, they sent everybody except the neighbor. They sent the house, and they answered right. 
Goes for a four-yard loss, brings up a third and 20 now. As ball that was originally on the 18 is now way back on the 28. As throw-off pass to the far side, it'll go for a loss of even more yardage. That was one of the best plays you're going to see by a high school defender. We were trying to get the ball out to the flat to Baden Glass. Uh, number 15 just beat the block by the other uh, wide receiver and got up in there, made a great, great tackle for a loss. So Eldon will call a timeout with 1.13 left to go here in the first half. We'll take a break and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. There are things in life you should always do. Always say please and thank you. Always get a good night's rest and always take care of your teeth. After all, you're only given one set of permanent teeth to last you a lifetime. Southwest Dental Care is always the place to go for the highest quality dental care. They offer comprehensive general and cosmetic dentistry services for all patients of all ages. Their experienced and compassionate team is there to help you achieve lifelong oral health and a stunning smile. To find out more about Southwest Dental Care, call them at 573 634-4909 or visit southwestdentalcarejc.com to get the best smile in town you mustache to southwest dental care well pass is going to be completed as flag late late flag comes in trying to drop out of the commercial there as quickly back on the line going down and on fourth and 25 however the pass will be short but we'll check the flag to see what they called there yeah, Chase Morris was wide open, and the ball took forever to get there, and I'm not sure if he made the catch clean or not. It looks like they're giving him a clean catch. I think that pass got up there in the airstream and floated around for a while. Pass interference against us, so that's why he was wide open. You don't see many pick plays called in here in high school. That that might have been what it was. So Either way, it's going to be well short. So It's going to be about 10, 11 yards short of a first down anyway. So they were going to decline it. But, uh, yeah, that ball, ball took forever. But excellent job by the offensive line, uh, giving him plenty of time to uh, get his feet set and throw it. Uh, maybe the wet conditions is what's causing the the uh, the ball to float up at, up there so high and take forever to get there. Yeah, I'm not a uh, quarterback expert, but I do think it slipped out uh, on that pass. Again, it's not currently necessarily raining at the moment, but there has been some precipitation in the air. We do have a timeout for the Eagles. I'm thinking they probably did not have the right personnel. Yeah, out there. they weren't really. They weren't ready. It looks like a lot of confusion was out there. It's like a couple of people weren't in the right spot. Um, that time, uh, Eldon split uh, at least two people out. Uh, if they ever split three out, that's pretty much a pass 90% of the time for them. So if they ever run a trips, it's probably going to be passed, which with a minute six left in the game and two timeouts, that would not be surprised. Uh, when this quarterback has thrown the ball, he's thrown it pretty well. He just doesn't get a lot of opportunities to throw it. Can't tell who they're down working on the training staff, working on one of the Eagles players down there. It's a jersey that has a lot of mud on it, so the only thing I can tell you is he has played 
quite a bit here in the first half where he's found the mud hole when he did play. So not sure. Looks like they're taping up. Looks like the right hand, the right wrist, the right finger, something to do on that right side of his arm or extremity. So 106 left on the play clock. Sorry, on the game clock, rather. Here in the first half of action as it's 13-8 to in favor of the Eagles. Hess will be in shotgun. High snap, but gets it. And just oh. threw it through the hands of his receiver. Hardy has had some tough times. He has had two passes thrown his way that he has not been able to come up with. Yeah, that one they should have. So that time they're running doubles to each side, which is not a normal uh, formation for them. Um, but the guy, number two, was wide open doing, a, oh, probably a five, seven yard out. So if he would have caught that, he certainly could have grabbed some, got some good 10, 12 yards because he had, he had cushion and should have been able to get out. Out of bounds. So second and 10 now, ball at the 34-yard line of the Mustangs. Again, they run the two twins either side, have one back in the backfield, pass it off. That time caught made by Hardy, makes one man miss. He's across midfield. He'll be pushed out of bounds there. He redeems himself right there. That was exactly the same play as before, and uh, that, that time it worked perfectly. Caught the ball, made the, the defender miss, and got up and got out of bounds. So nice play. Most importantly, as you said, he got out of bounds. That saves one of those two timeouts remaining. Stops the clock, 55.7 seconds left as the Mustangs trying to punch it in here in the waning minutes of the first half. They trail 13-8. to Hessel dropped back, has a receiver here on the near side, hits him across midfield, makes a couple of men miss. He's going to be spun around and taken down there. That is uh, Preston Hess, the older brother of Hunter Hess. Yeah, awful lot of activity that time. Instead of the, running the, the in, inside guy out, he ran him a curl to the middle. Um, and uh, really, not not a very big gain. Only gained about three yards that time. Um, good pass protection by the Mustang um, offensive line. Um, we did run, a, looks like we ran a five-man line that time, so we did take our sixth man and kind of have him back off and cover one of those inside guys. Another timeout called here. Second one taken by the Mustangs. As they take it with 45.6 seconds left here in the first half, they have finished taping up the hand and the wrist of the Eagle player. Again, waiting for him to turn around. I believe that's Bowles. Looks like Bowles. That was who I thought it was. He's got a very distinct mud track down his side and shoulder. So he's got some tape now on that right hand, the right wrist, right hand area. I can't pinpoint yeah, it exactly. he's testing right now to see how, how, he, how well he can grip the ball and hold it. He's kind of walking around, moving the ball to one side to the other to see if he can hold the ball well or not. Um, we do know that the early in the season he was playing with, with an injury, I believe. and Or was that the... Was that him? Yeah. I, know, I can't remember. I know we had one running back early in the season that did a lot of blocking. I believe that was uh, Ben Taylor. Right, you're right. Yeah, it he was smashed ben his finger and it, right. it was pretty gnarly. Yeah. So 45.6 seconds left here in the first half. Second and seven. The Mustangs have the ball. They trail 13-8. to eight. Hess takes the snap, drops back, looks far side. Same play right at the sticks. Ball caught by Hardy. Good solid tackle that time. Uh, who was that on the tackle? Is that 18? That, uh, I believe so. Awesome. That was great, great tackle. Wrapped up, took it down to the ground. That was a textbook tackle, to say the least. Hess dropping back again, looking same play, far side, out of bounds, though, just overthrew everybody, but stops the clock. Yeah, what they're doing, they're running the inside guy out on a five, seven-yard deep uh, pattern. They're running the outside guy up into more of a out to the flag, and that time, instead of passing to the inside shallow guy, they went to the deep guy for the first time. 
but they've run that same play at least four times in this series. The ball on the 41-yard line as the Eagles try to punch it in here. They trail 13-8 to here as the clock continuing to roll as soon as they snap the ball. Low snap, but Hess is able to corral it. Looking far side again. Has a receiver wide open in his hands. He's got it. He's going to go into the end zone. Is, is that Hardy again? Yep, that's him again. Hardy takes it 41 yards by way of a pass to the end zone. The key to that whole series is their offensive line just did a marvelous job of uh, pass blocking. And they weren't just pass blocking three or four. They were pass blocking five sometimes six, so excellent job by their Hogs, uh, giving their young quarterback ample time to pass to get his feet set and made a beautiful pass that time right where it needed to be. So a 41-yard touchdown pass from Hess to Hardy. We're going to have a timeout here, as that will be the last timeout, but at this point it probably doesn't really matter. Last timeout for Eldon as they're going to try to decide what to do with 24.9 seconds left here in the first half, they lead by one at 14 to 13. If you're out there coaching, Mike, what do you do? Uh, I, I, I would definitely go for two because you know they're going to go, go for two the rest of the way out, so you might as well go for two as well. You've had some good success getting two and a half, three yards, so um, I have no problems with this. I, You know, I'm not sure if they have a they have much of a kicking game either. I'm trying to remember if we saw them do much kicking last time. Yeah, they didn't last week at all, so I don't think they did as well. So, you know, and especially with the wet conditions, you never know if you get a good, you know, your plant foot might get may get messed up. So, but uh, certainly they've been going for two at least the last, uh, all last game, and it worked out pretty well for them, obviously. So they are going to, at least it appears like they're going to go for two, as they lead 14-13. to 13. Hess will be up under center. They'll have two receivers now split them on the far side as they'll have trips over there, two in the back. As they'll give it to Hardy, trying to work the corner. He's got some pressure, and he's going to be hemmed in and taken down. Lose yardage, two-point conversion fails. But that does keep the lead with the Mustangs as they lead 14 to 13. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Role models are more important than ever in today's society. You can serve as a role model for others the next time you display good sportsmanship at a high school athletic event. Good sports are winners and are also vital to preserving our fine sports traditions. So the next time you attend a sporting event, remember to be a good sport and help rekindle the spirit of citizenship. This message has been brought to you by your friends at the Missouri State High School Activities Association and this local radio station. Twenty-four point nine seconds left to go here in the first half. As the Eagles trail fourteen to thirteen. Haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite... Yep, we'll have to wait on our Avon spot there. <laughs> so trying to do too many things at one time. Mike, you were giving me a compliment earlier that I've been doing a good I job this season. I think twice there. I know, I think you have. Sorry about that. So we'll see the ball teed up to be kicked back as a couple of return men. Ball will be 
Kicked on the ground, take a bounce, go over the head of the first return man. The second one, I'm check to see who that is inside the 20. I believe that might be Evans with it. Yeah, that's about the best kickoff you could hope for. Nice and nice and bouncy and bounced high a couple times, and could no one can get a good clean catch. So going back to that conversion last time, got to give some credit to uh, Tyler Hildredick and, and Donigan did a fantastic job of maintaining contain from their outside in spot and outside tackle spot did a fantastic job of getting upfield to slow that play down. So Southern Boone County takes over on the 33-yard line, their own 33-yard line. As high snap, Stillman knocks it down to himself, just flips it over to his ball carrier as he's going to be taken down at the 35. That could have been a bad play, but they're able to make something positive. That was Bradley Smith carrying it. Yeah, high snap, so certainly need to try to get that corrected. That's about our third high snap we've had. Uh, Mr. Hildredick has done a pretty good job all season. Um, a little a little rough here in the second quarter, so hopefully you can get that fixed. So that buzzer tells us we are at halftime as it has been a fast-moving first half of action as the Mustangs lead the Eagles by a score of 14-13. to 13. We'll pause here and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time and running out of some of your favorite makeup, fragrances, or skincare products? No need to worry. Avon representative Michelle Cartier has got you covered. Michelle can consult with you on the newest line of products as well as get those that have become your must-haves. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 from the comfort of your own home and have your order shipped directly to your front door. To see how Michelle can help you out, find her on Facebook by searching Avon Cartier. Live beautifully with Avon. As a former veteran, for two years I tried to get my disability and nothing worked. Then I called Wes Swinnigan and he got the results that I really needed. I hear stories like this all the time where people are overwhelmed with the system. As a former Social Security attorney, I will help you get the benefits that you deserve. Russ Wanigan lives and works in mid-Missouri, and he's here to help you. The help you deserve for the benefits you've earned. The law offices of Russ Wanigan. The score of any athletic event is generally forgotten over time, but the actions of players, coaches, and spectators leave lasting impressions. The next time you attend a high school game, think of how history will remember you. Choose good sportsmanship and help rekindle the spirit of citizenship. Remember, the lessons you teach today will help develop better citizens in our communities for tomorrow. This message has been brought to you by your friends at the Missouri State High School Activities Association and this local radio station. Perfect, right? Actually, we were thinking of Rome. I know an agent there. Look at this view. This place is unbelievable. Beautiful. We've been looking at Jamaica. Uh -huh. I know an agent there. Welcome to Jamaica. We love, <laughs> oh, we love it. But we're thinking about Tokyo. Uh -huh. I know a guy. You know an agent too. That's Kathy Rush at Remax Jefferson City. Call her today at 573-761-3405. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society. Jefferson City Chapter 10. Doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns 
by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie. Liberal Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment for more than 15 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Liberal Christian Academy offers kinder prep through sixth grade that prepares students to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students, with the student body comprised of families from over 30 area churches. Kinder prep offerings include three and five full-day sessions, with kindergarten offering half-day and full-day programs. To find out more about Riverwell Christian Academy, call them at 573-634-3983. Well, no bands to entertain us here at halftime. As both teams in the locker room getting their halftime adjustments and instructions from their head coaches. As this game, we thought maybe it might be a uh, just a slugfest, just a, a game that was going to be won down in the trenches. And so far for the first half of action, we've been pretty accurate as it's a one-point lead at 14 to 13 in favor of the Mustangs over the Eagles as the Mustangs coming in here in the quarterfinals round of district action for class three district five. They come in with the number four seed, the number five seed belonging to the Eagles. And these two teams matched up earlier in the season. That was in uh, week five that went in favor of the Eagles as they won by a score of 58 to 50. When you start looking at those common opponents as well, they have a lot of common opponents that uh, they really had very, very close scores, most of them within five or less of the uh, scores between the two teams on how they matched up and what they won or lost by. So these two teams very much evenly matched here in this contest tonight. As we said, opening round, it's opening round for most teams across the state of Missouri as uh, district quarterfinals district action underway. There are some teams that aren't playing tonight. Those are the teams that got first-round buys because of how the standings are. And, uh, you know, when you have an odd number in the district, then the top team gets a buy, and that is the case uh, in several districts across Missouri here this evening. Well, we're going to take a look at your scoring summary. For the first half of action scoring summary brought to you by Stillnet LLC, a proud sponsor of Eagles football. Well, there haven't been a lot of scoring, but uh, we've seen at least an even dose in the first quarter and the second quarter. The Eagles got on the scoreboard first with a 48-yard touchdown run. That was by Bowles. The PAT by Salter was good. That was a five-play, 63-yard drive. That came with 6-12 left in the first quarter. That gave the Eagles a lead at 7 to nothing. Then Eldon would score. They would take the ensuing kickoff after that touchdown of 48 yards by the Eagles. The following ensuing kick, they would take 95 yards to the house. That returned by Hardy. They tried a two-point conversion. That was good. That was on a run by Veach. So that made it an 8-7 to ball game in favor of Eldon. And that took us to the end of the first quarter. In the second quarter, the Eagles would regain the lead on a nine-yard touchdown run by Bowles. The PAT, sorry, they tried for a two-point conversion. That was no good. That was an eight-play, 60-yard drive. That came with 4-11 uh, left in the second quarter. That was a 13-8 lead in favor of the Eagles. However, 
Eldon would score on a 41-yard touchdown pass from Hess to Hardy. They tried a two-point conversion. It was no good. That was a six-play, 65-yard drive. That came with 24.9 seconds before halftime, and that made the lead 14-13, to and that is where we sit right now as the Eagles trail the Mustangs by a score of 14-13. to Again, no band here to entertain us here at halftime. We do enjoy seeing the bands throughout, uh, throughout all season long, but uh, probably a good thing as I haven't seen the rain, at least haven't been able to pick up that it's raining since really early middle of the first quarter or so. It hasn't, I don't think it's rained since then, but that field is starting to get some tracks across it, particularly where we've seen a lot of action uh, down on either goal line, and uh, there's, there's uh, some tracks that uh, just kind of make their way at various spots throughout the field. But that might be a good thing not to have the band out there just to add a few more footprints. Yeah, most definitely. We did get a little bit of rain that was missed, that was coming down, oh, probably the middle, early part of the second quarter. But uh, since the last half of the first quarter, it's been pretty clear. Um, so, yeah, definitely want to keep the band off. The, you know, no offense to the, to the band. But uh, I don't even see them here at, yeah, at all. They, they are here at all. <laughs> they, they apparently didn't make the. And they have a pretty good band, right. too, we thought last time. They didn't make the trek, but uh, just across the parking lot, I guess. But that first half scoring, some of you brought to you by Stillnet LLC, proud support of Eagles football. Mike, you've been working on some uh, scores for us? Yeah, I've got a few scores here. I don't have too many. Um, all right, so what we got? Let's see. Inside our district, um, I do have a few scores there. We do have a. Uh, Boonville is having a little bit of a struggle with Fulton. They're only up 14-7 at their half, so uh, Boonville's kind of struggling a little bit. Um, Blair Oaks is not. They're up 36-0 over the Osage Indians. Mexico, of course, has the the bye week since there's only seven teams in the district. Um, Hallsville also has a bye week since they're first in their district. Um, California is up 28 to nothing over the North Callaway Thunderbirds, who uh, the Thunderbirds are 4-4, four and four, and the Thunderbirds are typically a pretty decent uh, team year in, year out. Centralia is playing in Montgomery County, and they are winning 14 to nothing. Montgomery County is 6-3, and three, and uh, it was the higher seed than Centralia was the number five seed. But what we've seen with Centralia, after their first couple games of the year, uh, they had kind of turned it on and had been playing above 500 game, uh, above 500 for their last six or so games. So, they're getting better at the at the right time. Um, don't see any score yet for Versailles and Holden at this point. Harrisburg is up twelve to eight over Father Tolton. Got the Battle Spartans up fifteen to nothing over the Liberty Eagles. Elias um, has a bye in that uh, district as they are the number two seed. I'm not sure who the number one seed is in that one. Washington Blue Jays is up twenty one to zero over the Capital City Cavaliers. And those are all the scores I have so far. As we said, the uh, district action starting tonight, quarterfinals action across the state of Missouri is uh, one of many games across the state, also one of many games that's uh, a little cold, a little chilly, a little rainy. But uh, really, that's that's football weather. It's uh, we've, we've been lucky this season and dodged really most of the weather, but uh, just kind of making up for it this evening. But you know what? We're nice and cozy in a press box, and I was just about to say, don't have anything to complain everywhere about. Everywhere we go, we have been inside, so no, no complaints there. So there is uh, Lake TV is here as well as uh, there's just a lot of people here. 
to, to be honest, doing some other things. And so I thought we might have to throw down and have a fight, but we found a press box that was vacant. And honestly, what we would have done otherwise is just went in the box with the coaches and we'd have made it work and everything would have been grand. We might have actually maybe even had a little more insight into the game possibly with that. But Eldon yeah. has been very gracious to us and they've taken care of us both times we've been here. So we do yeah. appreciate uh, appreciate the hospitality them welcoming us here to uh, Victor Stadium. Here it would have been fun to, to hang out and talk with Coach Cummings. You know, I have done I have done games where we've been in like a porta potty size booth with the coaches, and we've had two broadcasters in there, and you just make it work. You do what you have to do, and you just go from there. Sometimes that's that's just the best way to do it. So both teams still in the locker room. We're just at 810, so just a little bit after 8 o'clock here. Again, want to remind you, thanks for listening here on the Show Me Sports Network. Blake Gasaway here with Mike Fries as we are coming to you live from Eldon. Hopefully you're enjoying tonight's broadcast here on the Show Me Sports Network as well as on uh, our media center and our Show Me Sports Network app. Hopefully you're also enjoying our new affiliation with Misha. When you get to district play and towards the state championship, there's some extra paperwork and things you have to do, but all that has been taken care of, and we're uh, I, w- I would say we're we're one of, as the Show Me Sports Network, we're one of the newest affiliates with Misha. So got that all taken care of this week, and we are good to go, and we are good to broadcast as many district and state playoff games as we would like to throughout the academic year. So hopefully that will be more games coming, also in other sports as well. It's uh, been a pleasure bringing you the live play-by-play coverage this season here on uh, on the Show Me Sports Network. And, I do have to say I had a couple of meetings today. I cannot, uh, cannot pass along too much information, but uh, we had a couple of meetings today, and uh, we will have some announcements coming very soon about picking up some additional sports and some additional teams that we're going to be covering, and uh, just a lot of exciting, exciting things happening here with, uh, with the Show Me Sports Network. I also want to give a shout-out uh, to, my, to my wife. Today is our 10th anniversary, so 10-year anniversary, so... I appreciate her support and taking care of our daughter. It's for those that don't follow my personal life, which obviously some some don't. That's okay. But uh, this is a busy week for us. My wife's birthday was this week on uh, Tuesday. My daughter's birthday was on Wednesday. We had nothing on yesterday, and then today is our anniversary. So three pretty major events happening in a matter well, of four got a days. Fourth one too. You get when you're a young kid. Halloween's really important. So it is. It is. So she pressure was packed week for you, she, right? And it's very interesting because we we obviously one of our traditions we go out to eat for birthdays, and my wife picked somewhere that they would not sing happy birthday and celebrate <laughs> it. Our daughter, that was her only thing. That's the only thing she wanted to do was go somewhere where they would they would celebrate it. So uh, we we uh, went and they. Got her out and, and sung happy birthday to her, and we had a we had a good good time. So, still yet to see either team out uh, out on the field. Uh, we have seen the officials, so that's always an important uh, piece of the puzzle that have come back. So, we're still just a few minutes away from the second half of action. So, we're going to take another break and then uh, be back real quick with our second half of action again. The Mustangs leading fourteen to thirteen over the Eagles. Mustangs sitting at the number four seed. For the Eagles, they sit at the number five seed here in Class 3 District 5 quarterfinals action. We'll pause to be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. 
Tonight's game is not only a competitive contest between these two schools, but it's also an educational experience for the students involved. Because high school activities are about learning life values, your friends at this local radio station and the Missouri State High School Activities Association remind everyone to do their part in keeping our hometown sports a positive experience for everyone. When you attend your next game, do your part to help rekindle the spirit of citizenship by showing good sportsmanship. You'll be teaching a positive lesson, and you'll be preserving a proud tradition in the state of Missouri. Hayden, good luck tonight as you face the Eldon Mustangs. Leave it all on the field and never stop fighting. We're so proud of our number nine. Love, Love Mom and Dad. Dad. Since 2018, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC has been specializing in all things custom. Using large format, high-powered lasers with some of the most advanced technologies on the market, anything can become a canvas. This state-of-the-art system makes quick work of custom engraving on cups, glass, tile, wood, acrylic, metal, with endless possibilities. They also offer custom one-of-a-kind signs that are sure to make your design stand out. Visit HanCustomLaserEngraving.myshopify.com or call 573-489-8732 to find out more on custom laser engraving llc a veteran-owned business last sentinel firearms is your federally licensed and registered type 7 ffl manufacturer dealer in missouri providing quality products to all types of sports enthusiasts law enforcement and individuals across the nation orders are currently being fulfilled offering custom built pistols and rifles from the ar platform with a guarantee of 100 percent american-made products visit their website at lastsentinelfirearms.com or call them at 417-684-7202 to find out what they've got for you last sentinel firearms you are your last line of defense. Whether it's balls and strikes, fouls or flags, your referees and game officials are a vital part of high school athletics. If you've ever tried your hand at officiating, you know how hard these men and women work, and you certainly know that they would never miss a call intentionally. Keep these things in mind as you attend sporting events. After all, respecting officials and authority figures is one of the most valuable lessons that we can teach our students. This message has been brought to you by your friends at this local radio station and the Missouri State High School Activities Association. At Centurion Cares, for more than three decades, their focus has been on exceeding customer expectations for contact center software solutions. Their innovative communication solutions include utility interactive voice response software that allows for smart communication features that let your utility deliver superior customer service 24-7. They also provide other streamlined services like automatic call distribution, automated customer callback, reporting, and quality assurance. To find out more about how Centurion Cares can help your business, call them at 727-421. 5300 or look them up online at centurioncares.com centurion cares innovative communication solutions attention eagles fans here's your chance to help the student athletes of southern boone county by becoming a member of the southern boone booster club your gifts help provide all southern boone county athletes with a safe and positive experience while attending our school district and also help purchase items that our sports team couldn't otherwise afford you can join the southern boone booster club this season for as little as 25 dollars. membership is open to everyone interested in joining look them up on facebook by searching southern boone booster club or email them at sbcathleticboosters at gmail.com let's go eagles at the Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. We know that you're more than just a subscriber. You're an employer. You're a parent. You're a neighbor. Most importantly, you're a community member. It's our goal to provide you with the latest news, sports, opinions, obituaries, classifieds, and more. 
to keep you informed about your community. To find out more about the Boone County Journal or to subscribe, call 573-657-2334 or visit bocojo.com. The Boone County Journal, we're with you all the way. Well, both teams have made their way back onto the field. I see our uh, ambulance is vacating the scene, so they apparently have taken a call. So they're headed out. I believe yesterday was, I think yesterday was first responder day. I, I don't know when it is. It's hard to keep track. Yeah, being a volunteer firefighter, I don't really pay attention to what day it is. But that uh, we're running that spot now, that is something that, if uh, just put a plug in that if you need a good way to give back to your community, that is an excellent way to keep them safe and help out in their time of need. And I've yet to see, not that I have called many fire departments in the uh, state or across the country for that matter, but I think there's a very good possibility that any of them that you would call would love to have you take part and volunteer as a volunteer firefighter because nearly two-thirds of the uh, country's fire departments are staffed by volunteers so as everything they need more so good way for you to give back and help out and you know what have a little fun too well during that last minute or so we did see mr hildedick on the sideline practicing his snap so uh hopefully we can get that fixed for a second half because uh you know it's always hard to overcome penalties and mistakes like bad snaps so hopefully they can get that fixed for the rest of the game now, the good thing here is that the Eagles do get the kickoff here to start the second half as they're letting all the time wind down. I see a little moisture in the air now. I, I don't think it's raining. I think it's just the mist or it's just, just moisture that's in the air that's being blown around. Yeah, it's it's a very light. There's something coming down, but uh shouldn't be anything that keeps the game from going off here very well. Oh, kind of a little fake there on that. Yeah, the uh, Mustangs showing maybe they were going to do a little squib kick, just trying to get, maybe see what the reaction would be for the Eagles as they will try an onside kick, and it hits one of the Mustang players, but it should be an illegal yeah. touching, so yep. it doesn't matter that the Eagles or that the Mustangs recovered it because that thing had a wicked side spin, and what that went about, what, about four or five yards? Four or five yards. And just hung yep. a left yep. and hit one of the players so, yeah excellent field position it's going to be at their 44 yard line so um, with the success of the eagles return team the last half of the season i'd be shocked to see anybody kick off straight away to us so that certainly was to be expected but like you said that was a wicked um, slice spin <laughs> and hit the own their own player that might have been some of the uh, some of the wind attributing to that. So Stillman will get the shotgun snap. He'll give it off to Bowles. He's across the 40. He'll be upended there. He's going to pick up about five yards or so. Again, his team trailing 14 to 13. Huge hole that time. So excellent job by Mr. Hampton blocking these in. And the uh, good job blocking the linebacker. I didn't see who did that. But uh, this good job blocking right there off tackle. So that's where the weakness is, is right off tackle on this 3-4 uh, defensive front. So we'll bring up a second and four now as the Eagles working left to right on your media center. They'll send Morris in motion, fake it to him, give it straight up the middle of the Bulls. He does a nice hop over a player, loses his footing, 
but he will pick up a new set of downs. Yeah, fake the jet sweep, the jet sweep, uh, and it's handing off to uh, the counteraction, and good job of getting through there, and we're starting to see some um, treacherous footing there, so. Yeah, he uh, landed after hurdling the defender and then went down pretty much after that, but does move the chains. And they'll send Morris in motion, give him the jet sweep as he's got bowls in front of him. Now he'll cut inside. He's got three, four yards. Players continue to hit the deck. He'll pick up maybe four or five on the play. Yeah, excellent job there. As They had that very well covered to the outside, so he took what was given. That was to cut it back up upfield just as soon as he got past the um, his left tackle and just did a nice job getting upfield. So they do say he does gain five yards, bring up second and five now. Clock rolling, 10 and a half to go here in this third quarter. Bowles will take it straight up the middle, across the 25, down near the 20. Yeah, it's the same play they ran early in the series. Uh, and the ball straight off the right tackle. Again, that's where the weakness is in this defense right here because their uh, outside linebackers are, are, pl- are playing off in order to cover the inside uh, wide receivers that we have. He's spotted at the 22-yard line. The Eagles have a new set of downs unofficially. That's their seventh first down of the game. Clock rolling, 10-12, left to go. They trail by one at 14-13. to Bowles gets it working near side. He's trying to cut the corner. It'll be hemmed in by three or four players across the 15, down at the 14. Yeah, at that time it was a toss sweep, just trying to get outside. Um, the problem with that against the 3-4, they already have uh, you know, outside linebacker playing on the line. they got a safety that's covering right there behind those two. So they're uh, a little bit harder to get to find some real estate to run getting outside, but it still was a nice game. Good blocking. Beach gets up very slow. He might have got rolled up into on the play. He'll give it straight up the gut again. With it is Bowles. Second, third effort's going to get him down close to the 11, maybe the 10. Yeah, that, that time they just blocked straight up and kind of blocked uh, you know, kind of a zone to the right. And our left tackle was trying to get a line, one of the middle linebackers and, and the their right team was able to chase the ball from behind and get the tackle to keep from the first down. But again, um, that could open up any sort of a counter. So you got to be careful if you're one of those defensive ends coming coming hard. So third and one, Stillman will get it. They'll push the pile. He's got the first down still pushing that pile. They are going to blow the whistle. He'll pick up about a yard and a half, needed a yard, so they'll move the chains. Yeah, quarterback under center, lineman foot to foot. We've seen that quite a bit this year. This has been kind of a new thing that Tracy has added. Um, like most good coaches, he realizes he needs to add some things, and that's something that's been added to their formations and playlist, and uh, Donegan and Sapp and Hildedick did a fantastic job getting a good push straight up the middle and more than enough for a first down. So first and goal at the 10-yard line. Stillman will get the snap, got it through his hands, but Bowles got it. I think he was looking to maybe <laughs> throw it back to him, but probably wisely decided to keep it, or if he wasn't, he was able to corral it, pick up five yards. So you don't think that was the design? I don't Snap know. the ball through the quarterback's hands and, and end up in the uh, tailback? That's it, what it kind of looked like to me. Yeah, it was not a very pretty play, but they picked up five yards nonetheless, so we'll bring up a second and goal at the five-yard line. Clock rolling, 8-13 left to go here in this third quarter. It's a one-point lead for the Mustangs at 14-13. to Up under center is Stillman. He'll get the snap. Give it off to Bowles. He's quickly met in the backfield. He's going to lose a little bit of yardage there. Yeah, that time still uh, under center, quarterback under center formation. Got Still got the spread formation. Linemen are still foot to foot, so we're trying to run in between tackle. We're trying to hand the ball off the right tackle, but that time 
They had their linebackers were all coming, and the linebacker was able to shoot through there untouched uh, to make the tackle for a loss. So it was a nice play by the Mustangs defense there. So we'll be third and goal at the six-yard line. They'll bring in the trident formation with three in the backfield. Up under center will be Stillman. He'll get it. He'll give it off. And pinballing around. Is that glass carrying it? Yeah, Smith, maybe. Hard to tell. Anyway, full house backfield is what you see when you have three line or three running backs lined up the same depth, double tight ends, foot to foot on your lineman, quarterback in the center, and you know as as long as they still run just the three four on the Mustangs defense, you know that the play to be is going to be inside the tackles. And, you were, uh, go ahead. You were right. It was Smith with the carry. The two could see the first two, but the second one couldn't tell if it's a two or a seven. So to bring up a fourth and goal. At the four-yard line. Again, three backs in the backfield. Stillman gets it. Everybody was moving but the center and the quarterback. I think, yeah, I was going to say, I think we're going to go back to our standard formation. No, they're going to kick a field goal. Well, they're going to come on to try a field goal. We'll see where everything. That's a pretty wise choice. They, They weren't having much luck in that full house formation, Triton, as we call it. So, uh, Most importantly, there's some green right there where they're standing at the 16-yard line. Does look to be some good footing there. So that'll be a 26-yard field goal. Salter has the leg for sure. If he can hit this, it would give his team back the lead, third lead of the game for them. Snap is down, kick is up. Kick is blocked straight up in the air. He slipped as he kicked it. Field goal is no good. There was also some pretty good penetration that time as well, so... Kind of combo slip and penetration by the defensive line. Got the block on that. That is an unfortunate break for the Eagles as Salter has the leg on perfect conditions. I would say he is good. It's a safe bet anything in the 30, but I think you could probably push it back to the 40. He's got the leg for it. I don't know about the accuracy, but he's got the leg to do that. But tough break there as he slips yeah, he's capable of, of making that kick about two-thirds, 75% of the time, I believe. So certainly within his range. So ball will go back to the Mustangs as they'll get it on the 20-yard line. 6.29 left to go in this third quarter. They have the one-point lead at 14-13. Hess up under center. He'll give it to the second man through. That's Veach. He pushes the pile. We did see him earlier on defense. He did get up on one of the plays limping a little bit, but looks like he's been able to take care of whatever issue that was. So if you're the Mustangs, you Eagles had the ball inside the five-yard line. I believe it was down as close as the three, correct? Correct. And to get away with the field goal attempt that was blocked, you know, that's uh, huge for the Mustangs here. So we'll see if the Mustangs keep on sticking to their bread or butter, doing little counters, a little ISO. Under six to go here in this third quarter. Again, the Mustangs lead by one at 14 to 13. S up under center going right to left. Give it to the first man through. A dive straight up the middle. Still on his feet. He's going to be tripped up at the 35. That was Veach with it again. One of the Eagles players is slow to get up. Yeah, good tough run. First play, player, as always, is not going to get him taken down. Kept on running hard. Get the feet, get the feet moving. And I'd be shocked if we don't, if we, you know, See that? Don't see that the rest of the game. We haven't seen the, the reverse they ran about four times or so last week, so I wouldn't be surprised to see that reverse. And that's usually quarterback hands the ball off to the running back and hands the ball out to the wing. 
So Hess up under center, gives it to Veach, first man through. He's going to have good yardage as he'll be down after about an eight-yard gain near the first down marker. Yeah, and this is what they do. They keep her on that play, and then all of a sudden Veach will hand it off to that wing back who, who, will, go, who will go the other way. So he does get nine yards on the play. It'll bring up a set, well, eight is ball spotted just in front of us. So it'll bring up a second and two. Game clock, 4.45 left to go in this third quarter. One-point lead in this dogfight in favor of the Mustangs. Eagles run on a late defensive player as Veach still has it dragging people across the 40. He'll pick up. Good yardage there. Picks up 23 yards, nearly 23 yards. Moves the chains. Yeah, we only had five men on the line that time, so I'm not sure if that was, yep, here we go. We had a lineman that wasn't in. I don't know if we got somebody that's dinged up. Yep, looks like we do. Looks like Owen Polk is dinged up on the sideline. He so might have been, been the one playing, slow to get up. So nobody, you know, uh, told someone to, to run in there. So that's a couple plays with only five man line. So no wonder they had some holes. So now we got the beef in there. So one receiver here on the near side. One on the far side. Hess up under center. He'll get the snap, give it off to the second man through. They try a little counter there and not much doing. So we'll bring up a second and long. That's a good example of a six-man line. Works better when you have all six in there. So that time, oh, the gaps were very well covered by the defensive line. They did a good job on penetration, which allowed the linebackers to come up to keep it for a short gain. Hardy was the ball carrier there. I believe, is that him running out of the locker room? That might be a different player. Somebody's yeah. headed to the locker Someone's room. Someone's got to go to the bathroom. So we'll bring up a second clean, and eight. Clean that, uniform, too. That, that, I was, that was my first thought was that somebody had to use the restroom as well. So Hess has it, gives it off to Veach. He's pushing the pile. He's got nearly another first down. So he'll be down just shy of the 30. Just like we've seen most of, the, of this series, straight run right up the middle in between tackles. And, you know, our defense is meant to stop that. We got we got a six six two six three formation going on there. I guess six two. So we got eight men in the box. So they're just man on man and just pushing us aside. Under three minutes to go here in this third quarter. Again, the Mustangs lead by one at fourteen to thirteen here in quarterfinals action of Class Three District Five. One receiver split way out here on the near side. Got a wing on the far side. They'll give it off again straight up the middle, pushing the pile. First down, ball spotted near the 25-yard line. No problem there getting the one yard. Kirkweg takes it about five, six yards, moves the chains. That's the their base offense they ran all second half last week when they were down by as much as 21 points to Versailles and pulled off the win. Nathan West is, is in, uh, in the game right now. It's good to see him getting some playing time. The senior has been hurt a good chunk of the year. So we'll bring up a new set of downs, unofficially the ninth first down for Eldon, have eight first downs for Southern Boone. They'll split off, same formation again, wing up top, down low, a wide receiver split out wide. As they'll fake the end around, they'll give it straight up the middle, not a whole lot of yardage, but again, fumble. it'll be second and manageable. Fumble. There is a fumble, and it's going to go back to the Eagles. Totally oh. missed that, but they coughed it up. The Eagles have it back. Thank you. Eldon has had four fumbles and lost two of them. So the Eagles come up with it. Somebody's paying attention down there. Comes up with a gym on the grass. So the Eagles will take over on their own 22-yard line. They trail 
14-13. Two receivers on either side. The twin package they like to run. They'll send Morris in motion. Low snap ball on the turf, and we're going to see who comes up with it. They're going to say it goes the other way, so back-to-back fumbles. Players exchange fumbles, and it goes back to Eldon. As that ball just sat there forever. It looked like the, the snap was fine right there, pretty much at waist level. Just a mishandling with the uh, receiver coming in motion from left to the right. So do-over, basically. Yeah, basically, when it's all said and done, it goes as a four-yard exchange. It gains four more yards for Eldon. As they now have it on the 18-yard line of the Eagles, and they have a new set of downs, they lead 14-13, to 206 left here in this third quarter. Wide receiver up top, wing down left. They'll hand it off straight up the middle, dive again, short yardage, and just down there in the trenches, just pushing bodies around. Yeah, good job by the Eagles defensive line that time. They held strong, held their gaps well, and allowed the linebackers. The linebackers aren't going to get too many blocks with a six-man defensive line in front of them. So they're doing a good job of filling like they're supposed to. And uh, for once, uh, just only a three- or four-yard gain. Well, they do give them a gain of four, so to bring up a second and six. As clock rolling near a minute and a half to go in this third quarter, again, a one-point ball game. We've had both teams exchanging the leads, and currently we're stuck on a Mustang lead, 14-13. to Hess will go up under center, has two backs in the backfield. He'll get the snap, give it to the first man through. believe that's Veach. Breaks one tackle across the 10, down near the 6, the 7-yard line. Just beautiful, tough, hard running that time. It's, it's hard not to be impressed when you run that well. Um, this time, kind of a more, more of a dive off of the left side tackle. Got past the initial line and just kept on moving. The ball will be on the seven-yard line. First and goal under a minute to go here in this third quarter. As Eldon not in a big hurry to get the play called here. They lead 14-13. to Yeah, both teams seem to be moving a little bit slower in between plays, I've noticed, the last few minutes, which, you know, can't blame them. Both teams have a lot of players playing both ways. They're still getting a lot of... uh, a lot of play time out there. The officials time out to reset the ball now. Looks like everything's ready. Getting under 40 seconds to go. Hess up under center. Everybody will be set. He'll get the snap. He'll keep it himself, trying to work around traffic. He's going to be thrown down for a little loss on the play. Yeah, great job of the defensive line. Again, six men just control the line of scrimmage. And a lot of the linebackers to come in and mop up. So nice job, defense. Looks like they're probably just going to be content to let this quarter run out as 10 yeah, on the clock. They're, they're awful tired right now, the offense. They're just moving really, really slow, so no doubt that they, are, they want the time to rest and relax. Well, that is going to take us to the end of the third quarter. As after three quarters of play, the Mustangs 14 and the Eagles 13. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Fans, when you attend a high school game, do you stand at attention during the national anthem? Do you cheer a good play by the opposing team? If your team loses, do you take it well in stride? If you have answered yes to any of those questions, you are showing positive examples of sportsmanship. Don't forget that when you attend high school events, young eyes are watching you for examples of acceptable behavior. 
By making a conscientious effort, you'll be helping our students grow into better citizens. This message has been brought to you by your friends at the Missouri State High School Activities Association and this local radio station. We are State Tech. We are hands-on education. When you choose the number one two-year college in the country, you know you will be ready for your career. That's why at State Tech, we say, from the classroom to your career, we are the employer's choice. We are State Tech. Well, we will walk down to the other end of the field. As clock says, 12 minutes left in the season for one of these two teams. The other one will live to play another round. As that's going to be in there for a nine-yard touch, eight-yard touchdown run, rather, as Veach takes it in from eight yards out. That is not what the Eagles wanted to script up right there. Yeah, this is, again, their simple base play. They ran off tackle and give him a chance to get, some, get a, catch his breath. And good job by their offensive line, make a nice big hole. I'm, I'm not sure he was even touched. I if it was. It was. I agree. I don't think he was. Dutch. Wasn't he was. Enough. Yeah. Touched as the freight train, known as Mr. Beach, was headed on by. They will try for a two-point conversion. They're going to move. Some personnel on the field up under center will be Hess. Everybody will get set. He'll take the snap. He'll give it to Veach. He's pushing and shoving. He's in there for a two-point conversion. And that makes it a 22-13 score here with 11.55 left to go here in this fourth quarter. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Hello, Blake Gazaway here with the Show Me Sports Network. I've had the opportunity to have some amazing calls, including overtime touchdowns, walk-off home runs, and buzzer-beating baskets. But I've answered another call. That's to serve my community as a volunteer firefighter. Stop and think what would happen if your home or property caught fire and no one was there to put it out. Every day, volunteer firefighters not only save lives and property, but also respond to other emergencies. Nearly two-thirds of our nation's fire departments are manned by volunteer firefighters. And because of this, we simply need more volunteers to step up and answer the call. Stop by or contact your local fire department and see how you can become a volunteer firefighter today. I answered the call to serve my community. Will you? Yeah, the Eagles have a little bit of hole now that they're going to have to dig out of. They were trailing by one at 14 to 13. However, with that touchdown drive, that makes it now a 22-13 score in favor of the Eagles. We'll see how they're going to kick this off as they had the oddest-looking onside kick I've seen before. They are going to squib kick it or short kick. It'll be taken on one of the other, but the ball's on the grass. He'll get it back across the 30. That is a lucky break right there. Oh, I was actually getting ready to say if I had the opportunity that ball safety is the, 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 the name of the game right now in this kickoff. But I wasn't expecting them to kick it that deep. I'm not even sure that we were either. Smith tried to take it on the run and could not catch it. But he did get the bounce back. That's probably the most important thing is that uh, bounced right back to him. He was able to get on it. We have gotten the lucky bounce a few times in, this, in the game tonight. So ball will be spotted at the 33-yard line for the Eagles. They've got... To work out of this hole, they trail 22-13. to 13. 
And Stillman will be in shotgun. Had to go through his hands. He'll have to fall on it on the 25. Yeah, that was right at chest level. Not sure you can call uh, Tyler Hill did any, any uh, blame on that. That looked to be a good snap. I think at this point, too, it's really irregardless of what you're going to do. You've got, as you were saying, you've got to make sure you secure the ball because everything is wet. Players are wet. The ball is wet. You've got to have sure footing. You've got to have sure hands. got to slow down a split second to make sure you get that ball first. So they'll send Morris in motion. There they'll give go. it on the jet in the uh, jet sweep. He'll cut inside, tried to stop, make one man miss, kept his feet under him. He'll pick Uh-oh. up a, a little bit of yardage. That could have been a flag there. Yeah, somebody comes up there and a little extracurricular yeah, activity. Yeah, come on, Eagles. You got to maintain your composure there. So basically that time, quick toss. He did a good job. Make sure he got the ball. Got it out there. And the Eagles, I'm oh, sorry, the Mustangs did a really good, good job on defending on the outside. To make it that sure that ball got turned back to the inside. Morris is kind of acting like he he he's walking a little gingerly, as if maybe he got hit in the groin or got stepped <laughs> on in the groin. It's kind of very ginger out there. But they'll have two receivers either way. Third and fifteen now. Stillman in shotgun. They'll send another one in motion. Fake the snap to or fake the handoff. Rather looking downfield has a receiver wide open and in and stays in the hands. Oh, that was. Is that Kellen Ash that comes up with it? That is number three. Morris Morris, with it. Boy, I can't read that number. Great concentration. Great job of the offensive line that time. Great job of having good pass coverage. I'm sorry, pass protection. So fantastic job there, guys. Ball was on the 25 of the Eagles. Now is on the 41-yard line of the Mustangs. Clock nearing 10 minutes to go in regulation. Handoff to Bowles. He's trying to work. On the far side, he'll cut up the middle. Again, a little bit of extra shoving, pushing there on the play, but everybody breaks up just a few seconds after the whistle. Just remember, guys, the second person's the one who usually gets caught, so play smart. Yeah, both players were kind of like, nope, that wasn't me. That was that guy for sure. So So we'll bring up a second and eight. Again, ball spotted now at the 39-yard line of the Mustangs. Stillman will get the shotgun snap. He'll give it on the end around to Morris. He stood up at the 40 and throw down there. Ball came out. Oh, they're going to say down. he was down. He was down as the official quickly comes in. And he is saying, he's either saying it was down or he's saying, this is how I ring the bell for church. Yeah. Based on the previous play, we ran off tackle to the right. Only got a couple yards this time. We, we faked the off tackle to the right, but hit it off to the well, this is concerning, though, that the officials are having a conversation. Well, I take that back. I think they're actually having a conversation with the Mustangs to say, look, you know, we know that you're in this game, but do not question the officials' decision because they were over there telling him that the ball was out before he was on the ground and it should be their ball. Thought, yeah. I thought they were going to have a conversation to talk about if that was a fumble or not. Yeah, I think the elder Hess did not agree when they were just having a little conversation with him. So we'll bring up a third and eight as ball on the 39-yard line of the Mustangs. Dropping back is Stillman looking near side, looking down, throws, hits his receiver, and he's no good in and out of the hands. Could have had a chance to catch it on the deflection. Yeah, Tate John had a good step on the guy, but the defender number two, it looked like, uh, did a good job of catching up and getting his hands um, in there to get the ball stopped. So we got fourth down. That ball just went in and out of the hands and almost picked off. I believe is that is that uh, Taylor down here, the two? 
It looks like it's on the, on the bottom, yes. Yeah, so that's Ben Taylor, the junior, almost had it on the ricochet, but he could not, receiver too. Yeah, could not come down with it. He's missed some action. I believe he's had a shoulder injury, had his finger injury as well. Coach sent me a picture of his finger. He looked pretty gnarly, the fingernail did. Got it smashed between two helmets. Play clock down to zero. Yeah, so we, we'll see. Did we get a timeout called or not? I'm thinking they did, and they will say that yep. Southern Boone got a timeout. 9.03 left here in this fourth quarter. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. There are things in life you should always do. Always say please and thank you. Always get a good night's rest and always take care of your teeth. After all, you're only given one set of permanent teeth to last you a lifetime. Southwest Dental Care is always the place to go for the highest quality dental care. They offer comprehensive general and cosmetic dentistry services for all patients of all ages. Their experienced and compassionate team is there to help you achieve lifelong oral health and a stunning smile. To find out more about Southwest Dental Care, call them at 573 Six three four four nine zero nine, or visit southwestdentalcarejc.com. To get the best smile in town, you mustache to Southwest Dental Care. Nine oh three left here on the clock. As we said, nine oh three left in the season for one of these two teams. The winner will go on. To play next week, the loser will start turning in their gear on Monday. Fourth and eight here for the Eagles. Twin formation. They're going to be working right to left. And we have a flag. Awful early. That is, a, that is an odd-colored yellow flag, too. That must be the uh, wish version of flag. Say encroachment. Offside. Yeah. Huh. So somebody got well, a little too far upfield. I was just kind of wondering what's the call on fourth and eight. The running game has been held in check a little bit this last uh, couple series. Passing game's looking pretty good, but now at fourth and three, I think that opens up pretty much anything running off tackle. Right, it was a fourth and eight. Now that five-yard penalty makes it a fourth and three, much more manageable and really lets you open up the playbook a little bit. At this point, the season is most definitely on the line, so... They'll send Morris in motion. They'll give it to Bolts. He's across the middle. He's got the first down across the 30, down near the 25. They'll move the chains, keep the drive alive. Yeah, great play call. Uh, straight hand off, run off your right side. Might as well run, run after your best uh, lineman in Mr. Hampton. Uh, they blitzed their linebacker in the middle. They just guessed the wrong way, so fortunate for the Eagles that time. Stillman fakes the handoff, rolling to the far side. Oh. He's going to be tripped up in the mud hole. Lose his footing, go down at the 33, 30, 40 yard line. Yeah, it was two fakes, including a fake to uh, Baden Glass going from right to left. It looked like they were actually going to try to set up a screen pass to him after that fake, is what it kind of looked like. But uh, footing, that you can see from up here where yep. that part of the field is one of the worst. You're exactly right. There's not much green there, it's just brown and it's slick. So to bring up a second and 22, they'll send a receiver in motion in the near side, pitch it off to Bowles. He's got the corner, but it closed quickly, so he had it for a split second, and then he is taken down. Yeah, great job of the Mustang defense. The right defensive end, number 50, did a good job of holding holding on, and it looked like we, we could have got called for holding there, but the good job there. The linebacker did a good job coming up. So this good job by the Mustangs defense there. So he does get a gain of two yards, bring up, uh, bring up a third and 20, a third and very long. They'll have twin receivers either way. Stillman drops back, looking near side. He's dancing around in the pocket. He's going to roll to the near side. He's looking down 
And pass might have been chipped, and it's going to be almost intercepted as somebody chipped it or it slipped out of his hands, and we'll bring up a fourth down. Yeah, only three guys rushing that time again. Eagles been running a three-man defense the entire game, no matter what formation you run against them, and they still kept it that time. Um, did a good job. Defensive line did a good job of making Hayden move a little bit to his left, caused enough pressure to get him to throw a little early, and that was almost picked off by number two of the Mustang defense. So now we'll see another fourth down play. This one a whole lot longer, fourth and 16. 7.33 left to go on the clock. Fourth and 16, ball at the 33. Stillman rolling to the far side. He is looking downfield. He's going to throw it up into the end zone, and we're going to see nobody comes up with it as there was a host of players down there on the grass. Yeah, I think that was a good call. The ball it looked like everyone did a pretty good job going to the ball. Uh, they blitzed Beach, Beach that time, so he got a little bit of pressure, caused Hayden to move move out of the pocket to the right, did a decent job getting his foot planted in that mud before he threw it, and just well covered by the Mustangs. Disappointed in the result of that, basically because they did not get a touchdown, but I agree, I like the play call. As you're down 22-13, to 13, your season's on the line, it's quarterfinals of district, You've got to go to the end zone. Yeah, that was a good, good, also good, good play good call by the Mustang defense too of uh, blitzing the linebacker to you know, try to cause a little bit of ruckus. They haven't done that very much today. So Mustangs will take over on their own 33-yard line. Beach has it. He's going to be upended across uh, the 40. The does a somersault there. Yeah, you're right. That's not Beach. That is Kirkwedge. And who hadn't gotten the ball much in the, in the previous uh, two series. So. No, he hadn't touched it. I forgot he was even out there playing. Yeah. So good hard run straight up the middle. And with 7.04 left, I think we're going to see a lot of that. I don't expect them to get anything crazy. They might pull that reverse. I'm still surprised they have not run that reverse yet. Well, the score, 22-13 in favor of the Mustangs. So it's still a close game. Eagles just need to find a way to get a turnover here. As they'll give it straight up the middle again. And short gain. We'll see where they mark it. They're marking right at the mark. Yeah. Looks like needed two yards. Got two and a half. Got some subs in on defense. We've got some clean white jerseys. Got number five, Aiden Young out there. The first time. That's the first time he's been in, I think, tonight. Looks like we got Dylan Niles out there on the right-hand side. And. Let's see, 68. Yeah, that is a stark contrast of the jerseys there. You got Tucker Cummings in there, uh, the freshman, so big big guy out there. Ball at the 43-yard line. In no big hurry here for the Mustangs as they lead. They're trying to milk as much play clock time as they can. He'll keep it himself as Hess. He's working the far side. He's got the corner wow. across midfield, juking and jiving. He's across the 45, still on his feet across the 40. Pushed out near the four, the 35. He picks up almost 18 yards on the play. Yeah, good play call by the uh, Mustangs there. You know, they see those clean white jerseys in, and they know real easily that these are backups, freshmen, sophomores. So the poor the poor young young sophomore got targeted there. Unfortunately, we have a timeout called. Oh, freshman actually. As they will call yep. a timeout, do the Eagles? That's with 5:58. Left to go here in this fourth quarter. We'll just keep it right here. As we're nearing 9 o'clock here on the Show Me Sports Network. Hopefully you're enjoying tonight's broadcast. Hopefully you've enjoyed our broadcast all season long. We've enjoyed bringing you coverage, having the exclusive home for Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. 
Legazua here with you, joined by Mike Fries. And we've had a great time this season and really don't want to see it come to an end yet. But unfortunately, we said the scoreboard would dictate one of these two teams moving on. And one of these two teams will start looking at turning in their gear and thinking about basketball season. As, uh, is it Monday that basketball practice can start? Do not know. If it's not Monday, it's the next Monday. It's relatively, should be relatively quick-like. I've been told I, I care about football too much to know that sort of thing. Well, you know, we're an equal opportunity sports <laughs> supporter here. Oh, I love all the sports. Don't I'll, I'll play any of them. Anybody want an old man in their 50s who could get hurt pretty quickly? Hey, I'm ready to help you out on your team. So timeout called there. That does leave just one timeout remaining here in the second half for the Eagles. As ball on the 37-yard line of the Eagles, the Mustangs have the 22-13 lead, and they're marching downfield. Hess will be up under center. He'll give it on the dive to the first man through, and players hit the deck for both squads, but yeah. looks like about a three-yard game. Yeah, good job by the, the, the new guys that are in there. you got Jonah Walls in there as well with, with, uh, with uh, Tucker as well. So good job by those guys getting in some penetration, knowing what the responsibilities are still. So good job, guys. Don't give up yet. Ball on the 35-yard line. Clock rolling under five and a half to go. Again, a 22-13 lead for the Eldon Mustangs over the Southern Boone County Eagles. Second and eight ball on the 35. Hess will be up under center for the Mustangs. He'll give it on the dive to the first wow. man through. Still on his feet. And that is Veach, and he's off to the races, and he's going to be in there for a 35-yard touchdown run. That man's got some good good bursts of speed despite being a hard, hard runner. Just uh, it's just really fun watching him play. Mustangs offensive line did a good job of having a hole off tackle and uh, just got right through there, untouched for the most part. Leach takes it 35 yards out and adds to the Eldon lead. They will come on and try two-point conversion. That comes with five. 09 left in this fourth quarter. That makes it a 28 to 13 score. We're looking to make it a 30 to 13 score with this two point conversion. Hess will be up under center, has a wing on the near side and a receiver way off down here. They'll, he'll keep it himself. He's just going to take it down. That's probably the best thing he could do as he falls down to the backfield. Two point conversion is no good, but it does. Still keep the lead with the Mustangs at 28-13. to 13. We'll pause here and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. Role models are more important than ever in today's society. You can serve as a role model for others the next time you display good sportsmanship at a high school athletic event. Good sports are winners and are also vital to preserving our fine sports traditions. So the next time you attend a sporting event, remember to be a good sport and help rekindle the spirit of citizenship. This message has been brought to you by your friends at the Missouri State High School Activities Association and this local radio station. Haven't seen an Avon brochure in quite some time and running out of some of your favorite makeup, fragrances, or skincare products? No need to worry. Avon representative Michelle Cartier has got you covered. Michelle can consult with you on the newest line of products as well as get those that have become your must-haves. You now have the opportunity to shop online 24-7 from the comfort of your own home and have your order shipped directly to your front door. To see how Michelle can help you out, find her on Facebook by searching Avon Carti. Live beautifully with Avon. 
5.09 left here on the clock. Great play on that conversion there by Mr. Hampton. Did a good job of getting penetration to stop that uh, run. That kick will be returned from the 15-yard line. Quickly up the field. Now across the middle. Return man. He's going to be taken down near the 40. A high-low shot. As I believe that was Smith returning it. Yep, Smith. But gets decent starting field position for his squad. See the uh, student section bringing some <laughs> sure what uh, powder. I don't know. Yeah, something they're celebrating. Looking like LeBron James down there. All well, right, guys. Come on, Lyman. I think it's safe to say they are not ready for the season to be over either. 5-0-1 left in the game. Ball at the 39-yard line of the Eagles. Stillman will drop back. He's going to a little, little screen pass off to Bowles. He's working the corner. He'll maybe gain a yard before he's cut down. Yeah, that play didn't fool anybody that time. Flair screen pass to the running back in the, in the right flat. Uh, was thrown a little bit behind him. So he wasn't quite able to catch it on the run. But uh, well defended by the Mustangs. They were not fooled at all. Two guys out there that get it well covered. Second and nine trip receivers near side, one far side. Stillman will get the shotgun snap, rolling to the near side. He's got to stop, turn the body around, throws it up, just through an interception as it'll be intercepted at the 35-yard line. Didn't quite get enough under it. Will be taken across midfield. That might be yeah, the I, final piece of the puzzle, I dare say. Yeah. Looks like he has his feet pretty well set, but uh, this kind of came out of the ball loose. Again, they only rushed three people, so they had plenty of defensive coverage. So um, not sure he didn't look like he had a step to be wide open or not, but uh, got to try that. So ball will be spotted on the 49-yard line. That is the 49-yard line of the Eagles, 422 left here in regulation. This is the quarterfinals round here in Class 3, District 5 action. Hess will lead his team to the line of scrimmage. He'll go up under center this time. He'll give it. They do a little misdirection, and a Kirk Wedge takes it for a short gain. Not sure who made a tackle. Is that Bowles, maybe? Can't really tell. Good good tackle. A little bit, little bit high, but you can do that a little bit on him. Can't do it on Beach. So if we see anything up besides in, in between the tackles, I'll be shocked. And the Mustangs, it's worked well for them, especially at this point. Um, after a turnover, sometimes the defense could be a little bit, feel a little bit demoralized. Time to stiffen up here, guys. Come on. Clock rolling, 343 and counting here in our ball game. Defense for the Eagles shuffles around a little bit. Second and eight. They give it straight up the middle again on a quick dive to the first man through. Getting some extracurricular pushing and shoving. Doesn't look like anything warrants a flag. Yeah, gotta be gotta be careful on the Eagles here. Gotta keep your head in the game. Be smart. Don't let the frustration get to you. That was Kirk Wedge. On the carry again. Seeing a pretty steady dose of him. Minus that touchdown run on the last drive, the 35-yard run by Veach. That was, I think he only touched it that time, if not one other time, in that drive. Got some young guys in there for the Eagles again. Third and four ball at the 43-yard line. Again, dive down the middle. He's going to be short. A little bit of uh, misdirection, but like I said, 
Simplest direction is straight up the middle. Good job by Hampton and Tucker out there. You got Aiden Young's out there, the young man. Got some young guys getting some playing time. So we'll bring up a fourth and one ball, nosing the 40-yard line of the Eagles. Under two and a half to go here in our quarterfinals matchup. So we play here in Eldon, Missouri. 2.20 now on the clock again. We're going to see the Mustangs take as much time off the clock as possible. Hess will give it to a new ball carrier. He's got the corner quickly across the 30. Still on his feet. He's going to take it to the house. As taking that in, I believe that's number 22. 22. And Christopher Shephand. He had a burst of energy that we hadn't seen from the rest of the players that time. Nice little play call. I mean, we all were expecting in between tackles, and that time they did the counter and got him outside, and he had plenty of room to run and had lots of energy. So uh, nice play call by the Mustangs, good substitution. I think he could probably still keep on running if he wanted to. He He was quite energetic there. He is very refreshed. You're right about that. And he's got a clean uniform. So Shepard takes it to the house from 42 yards out. They will try a two-point conversion. And pushing and shoving looks like that two-point conversion is good. As Kirkwedge takes the two-point conversion in. Yeah, good second effort there by the fullback. He got hit pretty much right along the scrimmage, so they had a good penetration by the defensive line. But he was able to keep his feet moving and might have got a little bit of help from behind. But it doesn't matter if it doesn't get called. So nice play by, nice series by the Mustang. Good effort by their team. Good play calls by their coaches. So uh, nice job. Hats off to them. That makes it a 36-13 score. Again, not to be the broken record (laughs) that I have been all season, and you know exactly where I'm going with this. I know where you're going. But this is another game where if you just take the score at face value, you really think that it was just a blowout. And to some degree, the second half maybe has. But when you actually watched it, remember, this was a one-point game into halftime. It was a one-point game at the first play in the fourth quarter. Right. It was a one-point game going into five seconds into the fourth quarter. So that is just how things go. And that's really been the Eagles' problem this season is stringing together four quarters of play. Kicked it off again to him. It will be taken by Smith at about the 15. He's working the near side. He is trying to get over here, and he's going to be wrestled down again. High load at the 45. That's pretty good coverage. I thought he had that, that one to take it all the way. He was trying to take it. I agree. He made that interesting. Just kind of ran out of room, had the speed, but just could not get over here and make the corner. But it's still a good return. Still gives his team good starting field position. This ball at the 46-yard line. So Stillman will be in shotgun. I really expect they're going to have to air it out while I say that. On, now Bob. they hand it off to Bob Andert. And he is going to be taken down across the 50, so he gets about four or five yards. Yeah. Got to get that uniform dirty there, Bob. Right. It is way too clean. <laughs> I don't know who does the team's laundry, but, you know, they might as well add one more to the pile. They have to wash them regardless. So Stillman will have twin receivers on either side. He'll have 
Bowles in the backfield. He'll fake it, dropping back, rolling to the far side. Looking downfield, he's going to throw a short pass off to his receiver. They'll see where they mark forward progress, but a late flag comes in. So we might have had a man downfield maybe. I definitely think it's going to be against us. We'll see what the call is going to be. It was a late flag, but might have just been deep down in the official's pocket. You know, sometimes they have four or five foot deep pockets, so it takes them a while to find that flag. Oh, personal foul. So personal foul must have, been, must have been something after the play. Yeah, that play, that time they just ran, uh, just kind of rolled out a little bit to the right. And just uh, tossed the ball in the flat. So I'm, I'm thinking the the player who is coming to the field right now, we don't need to name names, is probably the guilty party there. I, I did not see anything of, occur, but I... There's a lot of people to look at out there, and I obviously was looking at the ball. This was something that was away from the action on the field. Yeah, it's kind of the middle of the field. Looked like he was blocking hard downfield. So, but it, you know, it's tough. It, it, it does. Emo- it is an emotional game. That's exactly, for sure. especially when you know, as every tick of the clock continues, that means your season is that much closer to being done. Yep. So clock rolling a minute 15 and counting. They have trip receivers near side one, far side. It's second and 18. They'll pitch it off. Rolling with it near side is Smith. He's trying to get through some traffic, but he'll maybe get back to the maybe a half-yard gain to get back to the line of scrimmage, if that much. Yeah, the Mustang defense is playing very, very well this fourth quarter. They're, they got lots of energy. They're all flowing to the ball very, very well. Um, they're all hitting their lanes, hitting their assignments very well. There, there has not been a lot of opportunities in this game uh, for the Eagles. So we'll bring up a third and 18, under 40 seconds to go here in regulation. They try a little screen pass, get it off to Tate John. He's got some room to work with, trying to weave around traffic. He'll pick up good yardage, but he's going to be shy of the original down marker. Here the fans yeah, just, uh, get rallied up. Yeah. Just a real simple screen to the wide receiver, and unfortunately it's a type of play where the wide receiver does a lot of running east and west, but not too much upfield. But still, it's nice you want to slow them down. It's kind of tough to run screens against a three-man line, though, unfortunately. Five on the clock, four, three, two. They do get the snap off. They pitch it off to Bradley Smith. Time will elapse on this play, and he's going to be taken down at the 45. We have one of the Eagles laying down. It's like he got flipped over and landed hard, but also some frustration, I think, too, as that will end our ball game. as your final score sits at the Eldon Mustangs 36 and the Southern Boone County Eagles 13. That means that the Eagles season is done, and the Mustangs will advance to the next round here in the Class 3 District 5 tournament, but it is not going to give any players any type of uh, sympathy, but, uh, you know, that's a big task that the Mustangs have to uh, follow up with next week is uh, they're going to play a pretty, pretty tough team, I think. Well, this next 30 minutes is probably going to be the most emotional 30 minutes, half hour for these seniors that they've had in their entire life. A lot of them have been playing for a number of years, been playing together for a number of years. Um, you know, tradition for Southern Boone is 
the seniors were all will line up at one side of the locker room and everybody else would kind of one by one go by and it's a it's a very emotional time you know the parents will go out and, and hug their kids and i remember this very well just two years ago it's a certainly a very emotional time between the players and the coaches you know there's some good young men out there that that probably are not going to get to play football anymore unless they play for fun you know at a you know basically free at division three division three of course doesn't have any scholarships but you know they'll have a couple of my house opportunity to do that but it's a lot of work for the, these kids um especially at 3a we have a lot of players that are kind of been playing undersized but they're hard workers and man it's a tough it's a tough way to go out especially when you thought especially when just a quarter ago you were down by one you were totally in the game you had a good opportunity so this is it's, it's a tough mental state to uh for these guys to, to fight through well the final score again goes in favor of eldon by a score of 36 to 13 we're going to Pause and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles football here on the Show Me Sports Network. You've been listening to Southern Boone County Eagles football on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. Exclusive play-by-play coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football has been brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Centurion Cares, Eddie Gaydell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving, LLC. Last Sentinel Firearms. River Oak Christian Academy. Law Office of Russ Swanigan. Southwest Dental. And State Tech College of Missouri. The biggest and absolute best coverage in Mid-Missouri continues as you're just moments away from the exclusive post-game show. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles Radio Network. As a former veteran, for two years I tried to get my disability and nothing worked. Then I called Wes Swinnigan and he got the results that I really needed. I hear stories like this all the time where people are overwhelmed with the system. As a former Social Security attorney, I will help you get the benefits that you deserve. Russ Swanigan lives and works in Mid-Missouri and he's here to help you. The help you deserve for the benefits you've earned. The law offices of Russ Swanigan. This is the Southern Boone County Eagles postgame show on the exclusive home for Eagles football, the Show Me Sports Network. Blake Gazaway and his crew will discuss their thoughts on tonight's game as well as look ahead to the next action for the Eagles. Exclusive postgame coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football is brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Centurion Cares, Eddie Gaydell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC, Last Sentinel Firearm. River Oak Christian Academy, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, Southwest Dental, and State Tech College of Missouri. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football on the Eagles Radio Network. Now, here's the voice of the Show Me Sports Network and the Southern Boone County Eagles Radio Network, Blake Gasaway. Well, it is a tough night here. In Eldon, as the Southern Boone County Eagles have their season come to an end and not in the way that they wanted to as they fall to the Eldon Mustangs by a final of 36-13. to 
in a game that uh, really it was, we knew it was going to be a tough game down in the trenches, and it was, as it was a 13 or 14 to 13 score in favor of Eldon going into halftime. Then neither team scored in the third quarter. Again, back-to-back battles. We look at this third quarter. We only had four possessions in the fourth quarter of play, and it was a missed field goal, a fumble, a fumble, and then the end of the quarter. That's pretty much how it went. So both teams, and those fumbles came on back-to-back plays, too, as uh, fumbled it right back, but... The ground game was uh, what they needed to rely on tonight, and as the wheels kind of fell off there in that fourth quarter for the Eagles of Southern Moon County, it's a tough way for them to end their season. I know head coach for the Eagles, Trent Tracy, talked about it in our pregame conversation. He talked to the players and said that uh, he's not ready for the season to be done. They are not ready for the season to be done, and I have to say I not ready for the season to be done. I don't think you were either. Well, what the heck am I going to do next Friday night? I know. You're going to have to find a new hobby or something. Jesus. We were expecting to uh, make the trip to Mexico to to see the Bulldogs, but unfortunately just does not fall our way. As uh, I know you're working hard on getting some final scores, we'll take a quick, uh, take a quick break. Or actually, we'll take a look at your scoring summary, rather. We'll do that here. I'll get my thoughts in a second. We'll take a look at your scoring summary. That is being brought to you by Still Net LLC, proud supporter of Eagles football all season long. They're also not just a proud supporter of Eagles football, but also a proud supporter of Hayden Stillman. That's mom and dad, and they had one of our player shout-outs this week, so something new we tried here for the postseason, and they were uh, very happy to uh, do that. I appreciate the support for the network. And uh, appreciate them putting some faith in us that we do a good job. And they wanted to give him a shout-out. So, again, not how they thought his season would end as well. Yeah, the Steelmans and their company, Steelnet, they, are, they, are, they support. I think the, they support they everything. They support everything really well. When any coach needs a sponsor for a T-shirt for a camp or something, he's always say, how much and who would I write to check out to? So hats off to the Steelman family. And in Steelnet, they do a wonderful job of supporting uh, the Southern Moon Athletics. I don't know. If I have plenty of shirts in my closet and my kids' closets that have Steel Net on the back back of them. So taking a look at our scoring summary, again, brought to you by Steel Net LLC. Again, proud supporter of Eagles, not just Eagles football, but Eagles athletics as well as, uh, I think, all, thing, all things Ashland, too. Well, it got started off in favor of the Southern Moon County Eagles. They scored on a 48-yard touchdown run by Bowles. The PAT by Salter was good. That gave them a 7 to nothing lead in the first quarter with 6-12 left in the first quarter. That was a five-play, 63-yard drive. Then Eldon would answer back on the ensuing kickoff, taking it 95 yards to the house, was Hardy. They tried a two-point conversion that was successful by Veach. That was a, a, an, a that was an 8-7 to seven score at that point in favor of Eldon. That was with 5.55 left in the first quarter. Then that would take us to the end of one. Then Southern Moon would score again, this time on a nine-yard touchdown run, this by Bowles. The, uh, they tried a two-point conversion. That was no good. That made it a 13-8 score back in favor of Southern Boone. That was an eight-play, 60-yard drive with 4-11 left in the second quarter. Then Eldon would score on a 41-yard touchdown pass from Hess to Hardy. They tried another two-point conversion. That was no good. That gave them the one-point lead at 14-13. 
That was a 24.9 seconds left in the first half. That was a six-place, 65-yard drive. Then neither team was able to score. As we said, we only had four possessions in the third quarter. That showed exactly how much that ground game was super important and how much time it ate off the clock because when I say there was only four possessions, it was a 12-play possession for Southern Boone, an eight-play possession that ended in a, a missed field goal, blocked field goal, an eight-play possession for Eldon. They fumbled it back to Southern Boone. Then a one-play possession as Southern Boone fumbled it back to them. And then a four-play possession that took us to the end of that third quarter. So not a lot of plays were ran in that third quarter. But then the fourth quarter, it started off just five seconds in as an eight-yard touchdown run by Veach. The two-point conversion by him was also good. That put it at a 22-13 score. That was with 11.55 left to go in the fourth quarter. That was a five-play, 18-yard drive. Then Beach would add another touchdown, this one by 35 yards. The two-point conversion was no good. That was with 5.09 left in the fourth quarter. That made it a 28-13 score. That was a six-play, 67-yard drive. And then bringing in some backups, Eldon would score again, this time on a 42-yard touchdown run by Shepard. Shepard, rather. That was a two-point conversion by Kirkwedge. Was good. That was a four-play, 49-yard drive. That was with 2.09 left in the fourth quarter. That made a 13 or excuse me, a 36-13 score. And that is where we ended the game at that final at 36-13. That, uh, again, that scoring summary brought to you by Stillnet LLC, proud supporter of Eagles football and Eagles athletics here on the Show Me Sports Network. Mike, you got some uh, other finals for us? Yeah, I got some final scores here. Uh, Boonville did uh, kind of, as we've seen a couple times this year, kind of regain their composure in the second half and have won 40-20. to 20. Um, Boonville's now 8-2. and two. Fulton uh, finished the season 0-9. and nine. But, uh, you know, good good little, you know, the uh, – Gave a little bit of a fight there, Fulton Hornets. So, Blair Oaks, it appears they are now moving very, very well. They won 53-0. to We'll be interested to hear whether or not they continued. Uh, they're playing with their awful young sophomores and freshmen, no seniors, or if they kind of added some more experience in there or not. But 53 to nothing, Blair Oaks wins over Osage. Um, so, uh, I guess, uh, let's see, who will they get to play next? They'll get to play... Um, Eldon, right? Yeah. No, no. Boonville. Sorry, Boonville. And that would be a rematch of uh, the game that Blair Oaks won earlier against uh, Blair Oaks. Remember, Blair Oaks did lose twice this regular season. In 2A, California Pintos won 35-8 over the North of Callaway uh, Thunderbirds. Um, they probably will end up be playing... Uh, I'm not sure who the number two seed is in their thing. I think they only had six teams in their district. So that's right. I forget who the second uh, seed is in there. Um, I could not have not seen any score on Versailles. They were playing the Holden Eagles, who were coming in five and three. Father Tolton with about three minutes left in their game. We're down 28 to six to the Harrisburg Bulldogs. Uh, Harrisburg is now with seven two going into that game. Father Tolton was five and three. Let's see Liberty out of Lake St. Louis. Lost to the Battle Spartans, 37-12. to The other Liberty on the other side, Liberty, Missouri, beat Rockbridge, 48 to nothing, And Washington took care of Capital City, 35 to nothing was the last score I saw in their game. So, 
I'd like to shout out to the seniors. I've gotten to know quite a few of them since uh, I have a son who's a senior. And I've, uh, Jonas Sapp, who started with, a great young man who's helped us at our family business numerous times. Uh, great, great, great worker. Um, as well as Sam Hampton. Sam, uh, he's been playing. He's played a lot for Eagles. He started as a sophomore. A lot of playing time. Um, good hard worker. Then on top of that, they're all good hard workers. Uh, Nathan West, who uh, trying someday I might we'll see if I can get his dad to let me loan his muscle car that he has in his garage. Beautiful car. Uh, of course, Hayden Stillman, who's played probably 99% of the steps for this class going all the way back to uh, third grade. He's uh, been their quarterback, been there on the field leader the entire time. Great arm, great throwing quarterback. So uh, good job by him. Um, Taylor Mange, or Taylor or Tabor Mays. Um, Tay John, I've known him and Tristan. The whole John family is a just a great, great Southern Boone Eagle family. Uh, always at all the games. Nice people. Uh, Bradley Smith. It's fun been watching Bradley play throughout the years. He's usually been one of the fastest players on the on the field, no matter who we play. Um, glad to see him have some success on kickoff returns. He was running the ball really well the last half of the season. Uh, and then there's Aiden and- Andert, also known as Bob. Uh, probably one of the funniest guys on their, on their team. Uh, Baden Glass has been, uh, I remember when my son had a, had a broken ankle. Baden was one of the people that would carry his book bags and stuff. And I don't know if you know, you, you parents and older people know this, but kids these days, they don't use their lockers. They right. carry <laughs> their, their backpack. Their gym bag and their lunchbox and their life savings and basically it, look, my son carries all three and all do so. Uh, Baton had to uh, carry quite a bit, going from place to place. And last but not least, Tyler Tyler Hildedick is uh, been a good kid, been a young good man. He whatever the coaches ask him to do, he's played. He played a little bit of running back back in you know the early years, and now you know he's been senior pretty much uh, center pretty much all the whole year and done a really good job. His first season doing that. That's an awful hard position to do. So hats off to the the seniors. It's been fun watching you guys over the years. And I look forward to seeing what good young men you all turn out to be. Well, we're going to take a quick break and then be back and uh, wrap everything up for the season as you're listening to exclusive coverage of Eagles postgame here on the Show Me Sports Network. The score of any athletic event is generally forgotten over time, but the actions of players, coaches, and spectators leave lasting impressions. The next time you attend a high school game, think of how history will remember you. Choose good sportsmanship and help rekindle the spirit of citizenship. Remember, the lessons you teach today will help develop better citizens in our communities for tomorrow. This message has been brought to you by your friends at the Missouri State High School Activities Association and this local radio station. Perfect, right? Actually, we were thinking of Rome. I know an agent there. Look at this view. This place is unbelievable. It's beautiful. We've been looking at Jamaica. Uh I know an agent there. Welcome to Jamaica. We love it. it. But we're thinking about Tokyo. Uh I know a guy. You know an agent, too. That's Kathy Rush at REMAX Jefferson City. Call her today at 573-761-3405. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance 
as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Kenny! Liberal Christian Academy has been providing a strong biblical foundation and academic excellence within a Christian environment for more than 15 years. Located in the Jefferson City, Riverwell Christian Academy offers kindergarten through sixth grade that prepares students to impact the world for Christ. Average class sizes are just 16 students, with the student body comprised of families from over 30 area churches. Kindergarten offerings include three and five full day sessions, with kindergarten offering half day and full day programs. To find out more about Riverwell Christian Academy, call them at 573 634 3983. Well, a tough, tough night, tough, tough way to end the season for the Southern Moon County Eagles. As we said, they dropped the contest tonight by a final of 36-13. to 13. And really, still players out there mulling around. They're giving each other hugs, giving each other yeah, encouragement. This is the, instead of doing it in the locker room, they're, they're doing it out here, which I've seen that before. If their locker room is really small or kind of disgusting and dirty or filthy, so basically, everyone just lines up, the seniors line up, and each player one by one goes by, and and uh, it's it's pretty emotional. It's a it's a tradition that Trent Tracy brought into the to it, and um, you know it's a uh, it's pretty cool. Well, it has been a uh, pleasure giving you the live play by play all season long. Mike, you've done a great job coming on air, and I uh, look to uh, look forward to working with you in the future. I think we'll hopefully have some more years of games to come and you know basketball season just right yeah, around the corner i don't know if i can handle the fast pace of uh, basketball you, you know, know you just kind of get in the rhythm and you you go with wait, it and wait for your chance to, to talk that's it you know it, it's it is a different pace that is that is for sure every I, sport is a little different i will have to get to know which which schools have uh, or have the good concession stands what right they're known for i you know i feel pretty good about knowing who has the best concessions you know in the uh, tri-county conference so uh, absolutely but, uh, you know, you, you go for the food and stay for the game. <laughs> <laughs> well, it has been That's a pleasure. That's why I get here early to hey, make sure I get food. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It has been a pleasure, though, uh, bringing you uh, the uh, games all season long and working with you, Mike. It's, it's been a pleasure. And and uh, we want to give a, a shout-out to all of our sponsors and also to uh, all of our listeners. You know, we, we can do all kinds of things, but if nobody's listening, then it didn't really matter, and it's uh, not nearly as impactful in what we're shooting for. So, uh, we've had uh, a lot of listeners. I think uh, we've we've done well in that realm. I know we've passed 12,000 listening sessions, which are five minutes or more listening sessions. Um, that's since our first broadcast clear back in June, June 2nd. That obviously wasn't football. That was uh, some summer collegiate baseball, but just past 12,000 listening sessions and all kinds of good things. Last I checked, we'd been in uh, 37 states and eight international countries, so our broadcasts have been coast-to-coast and worldwide, which is uh, pretty amazing, pretty outstanding. And like I said, we're kind of going to take a chance here now to uh, catch our breath, but basketball will be right around the corner. We're looking at how we can fit things in the schedule. I know I've also uh, had some conversations with uh, the wrestling program about seeing how we can work together and maybe get a few of uh, their matches on uh, – on air, and yeah. I don't know how that'll work exactly. It's an up-and-coming program, and that's something that Tracy started when he came. Uh, we didn't have a wrestling, wrestling program before that, and it's gone very, very over very, very well. Um, as many aware are aware, well aware, the, 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 the ladies are wrestling as, as well now, too. And 
And last year they had some pretty good success. Right. That's so. Uh, yeah, it's a, they're both. it's a growing, growing program. It's exciting. It's hats off, mad respect for any of the young men who wear that singlet uniform. No way would I ever do that. But uh, hats off to them. It's a very exciting and very you know man on man, woman on woman tough sport. So hats off to them. Well, like I said, we've had some conversations about that. Don't know exactly what that'll look like, but. We're trying to work out some details to see and uh, appreciate the partnership of the school. That's the most exciting thing is that uh, they see the value in the broadcast. They see the value in what, uh, what, what I've worked with my team to put together. And so um, that's, that's the best thing is that they want to work together, continue that partnership. So we're going to try to try to put something together for that. Like I said, basketball starting as well. So we'll try to carry as much uh, boys and girls basketball as we can. We'll, we'll also try to bring some area high school games as well, so not just – um, some of the uh, Eagles and Lady Eagles basketball games, but some of the area games. And uh, like I said, had a couple meetings today about picking up uh, some some different opportunities. So we should have lots more uh, broadcasts, lots more games coming your way here on the Show Me Sports Network. And it has been a lot of fun this season. Unfortunately, all good things do have to come to an end. That's just the way of life and the way things that happen. So that uh, is pretty much going to do it for our uh, our broadcast here tonight and for the season but like i said we are on social media and uh, on facebook or whatever the new name is so be sure and like our page if you have not done so we appreciate the support you can share that and uh, we'll be making some announcements of some of the other things we have going on here uh, shortly they're just not quite uh, done not quite finalized not quite ready but uh, it's a good way to catch the information and uh, help us out so like i said if you haven't done so be sure and like that Otherwise, uh, we're going to uh, go silent for a little while. But like I said, we will be back right around the corner with some other uh, some other exciting action. And Mike, it's been a pleasure working with you this season, and you've done a great job for for not. Well, thank uh, you. Appreciate it. Making your debut. I'm you've glad done a great you job. Uh, you know had the thought of hey, Michelle, you have anybody who you know who might be able to talk about football and ramble on for a long periods of time, and thankfully that she thought of me. Absolutely. You've been a huge <laughs> asset to our broadcast, so I appreciate you uh, appreciate you doing that. It's been a lot of fun, and uh, like I said, you've done a great job, and I appreciate well, it. So, you've done uh, a fine job as well. I think you, you only missed, missed up on two numbers the entire season. That's pretty, that's pretty good. Hey, you know, it, it happens every now and then, <laughs> you know. you know, it's, uh, We're a small crew here, so sometimes we've got to do many, many things yeah, at once. We have, we have no spotters here. It is, you know, and especially at least I, I was thinking – Driving to the game today, I was thinking, thank goodness, though, that uh, we weren't going to see those dark jerseys tonight. Oh, because that, you know, that's, that, yeah, you're, I totally forgot that's another advantage to yeah, be on the road. We struggle to see those even when they're dry as dry yeah. can be. We, we struggle with seeing those. So that would have been uh, a whole other level of uh, some, some issues tonight. But you have done a great job this season. It's been a pleasure. And uh, like I said, I want to thank our listeners again for uh, tuning in week in and week out. Again, our games are archived, so if you couldn't catch the game or you want to go back and uh, relive some of the glory, relive some of the good calls, and uh, some of the heartbreak, I guess, you, you would relive as well. But you can uh, pull those up just anywhere that podcasts are available. You can see and uh, you can see all the games there. You can listen to them. Just another great feature we have here at the uh, Show Me Sports Network. So, like I said, that is going to do it for our broadcast tonight and for the season. It has been my absolute pleasure bringing you the live play-by-play this season. And uh, like I said, we will uh, be silent for a little while. However, we will uh, we have some big things in the works. So don't be a stranger. Be sure you can always message us 
on Facebook, on our social media. Um, don't be a stranger. Definitely reach out to us. We like to know where you're listening from, and then hopefully enjoyed our broadcast all season long. But until we talk to you at our next broadcast, so long and have a great evening. You've been listening to the best game coverage in mid-Missouri on the exclusive home for Southern Boone County Eagles football. The Show Me Sports Network and the Eagles Radio Network. Blake Gazaway and the broadcast crew are the guys that know your Eagles the best. Exclusive coverage of Southern Boone County Eagles football has been brought to you by Avon with Michelle Carty, Centurion Cares, Eddie Gaydell Society, Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC, Last Sentinel Firearms, River Oak Christian Academy, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, Southwest Dental, and State Tech College of Missouri. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at showmesportsnetwork.com or find us on Facebook by searching the Show Me Sports Network, the Show Me Sports Network, and the Eagles Radio Network, your exclusive home for Southern Boone County Eagles football. Serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world, this is the Show Me Sports Network. The preceding was an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and was a high-fidelity all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited.